All right, well, let's get the show started. Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth podcast. We're here at the Gas Digital Sauna with a full roster of people. We've got uh, Mike Harrington actually joining us in studio so we don't have to hear the library voice. We've got uh, BK Chris from High Society Radio and Michael Harrison, who you just put out your second comedy album. Yeah. Well, yeah. technically it was in July, but it took us a couple months to actually get you here. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Let's promote it. Freak yeah. Laugh. Bam. Done. What, what was the name of it? Freak Laugh. Freak Laugh. Yep. Okay. Hold on. Where do you... Yeah. Just before we keep going, does anybody else hearing that scratching in the headphones when no. Robbie talks? It's Robbie? just my terrible voice. <laughs> no, no, that's just Jewy. There's a scratch. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, Robbie, keep talking. I'm talking. I'm. I'm. No. Okay. But you're you're sure. hearing scratchiness. You hear I'm not hearing it now. I just heard it for a second, but I was hearing it during that entire intro. All right. Um, well, we'll see if it comes back. If anyone else okay. notices scratchiness. Um. BK Chris, I always consider you my like food scientist. I got okay. a I got a food related science question for you. Okay. I've been riding my bike late at night the last few nights and it's been freezing out. It is I cold. mean it's been freezing, but I've still been bike riding mm -hmm. and I feel like it's setting off some sort of a survival instinct in my body that I am way hungrier. Like Well, you're going to burn more calories in the cold like Is that, that. is that but it, like enough to be neutral if at 2 in the morning I went to a diner for steak and eggs? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. There is no <laughs> amount. Like you know you understand the amount of cardio, especially if you're you're, you're eating toast and I know you yeah. you're getting a cookie afterwards. Oh my god, I got the greatest cookie afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Can I can I just tell you if I had a super like you know like they're superheroes if I had a talent it would be that cookies will speak to me from behind the counter and let me know what's going to be delicious and I'm right every time mm -hmm. there was a chocolate covered linzer tart have you ever had a chocolate covered linzer tart no but that sounds good oh delicious. my god it's everything that's delicious about a linzer tart covered in chocolate <laughs> are you a, you're not much of a sweet guy are you I love sweets okay 100%. I, I just assume skinny people don't eat like I hate the idea that <laughs> I some was actually born 11 pounds I started fat so uh, and I eat like a fat person definitely so what's what's your trick I work out every day I have plenty of time so yeah I just go to the gym a lot I work out every day too and a lot but I stay calorie neutral by eating at two in the morning yeah but you look thin yeah thank you all right i'm back right. to eating there you go <laughs> yeah but there's no way you can burn the amount of steak and eggs it was so good i'm sure it was a chuck steak i don't know but it was delicious two eggs oh no it was like a whole plate of eggs and a whole plate of hash browns oh. and it was one of those big plates that came out and i was like oh no one would finish this whole plate that's absurd that you're giving me all this food and i finished it 100 percent. Yeah, how young are you robbie uh 31 fuck yeah why not why can't you do that how old are you? Saying, there's no way that that bike ride is counteracting. Yeah, but like if you're younger, yeah. But I mean, if he's in the, what his fifties, I assume. Yeah, you you can't do stuff like that. That'll uh, stay. Wait, you with assume you. he's in his fifties? <laughs> I he got the terrible. hairline. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he looks terrible. I'm double checking. It's probably the diet. <laughs> yeah, right? probably. Yeah. Do your guys' uh, <laughs> taste in alcohol shift when winter comes around? What do you mean? Like, I go from, uh, first thing, I'm really craving, like, uh, Lagunitas Brown Sugar Ale. I haven't seen anywhere yet, mm -hmm. but I definitely switch from the IPAs to kind of, like, the darker beers, mm -hmm. and then I go from my clear liquors to being more heavy on, like, my... Uh, my rise in bourbons. <laughs> I just I just drink according to who I'm hanging out with. Yeah, me too. Right? Yeah, there's someone more annoying. I drink I, I drink something harder. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you were pounding tequila the other night? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are annoying, Mike. That's fair. <laughs> Um, I mean, I drink, I like a hot buttered rum in the winter, but that, I have like one or two of those. You what, can't drink too many of those. What is, you're cooking up butter and then putting it yeah, into rum? Yeah, you basically put rum, hot water, cinnamon, butter. It's delicious. I'm really, in my <laughs> entire- like alcohol milkshake. It's so good. In the my entire drinking career, I don't think I've ever, I've drinking one or two hot, like alcoholic beverages ever. 
Mm. I think I like the most that. classic one is just the coffee with uh with like JMO. No, hot probably drinks. a hot. A I just hot hate toddy. hot drinks, man. Yeah. Hot drinks are the worst. I don't understand why people. You, you mean know, like even just a hot cup of coffee? The worst. I don't understand how people are into that. Like it hurts you. Why? About, why do you do that? What about soup? Oh, come on, man. Seriously? No, just blow yeah. on it. You bring it down. Food somehow makes it a little bit more tolerable, but just a drink? I watch people hurt themselves. You know, just get the drink at the temperature you could drink it at. You know, they spend 15 minutes staring at it, you know, mm. slowly bringing it in, doing the... <sighs> but, yeah, never, never take a sip until, like, way late in. But when you say, I don't like a hot drink... Like a drinkable hot coffee to you is not in the category of hot. Then you're saying that's no, warm is. now. No, so coffee, I, coffee included. I don't drink coffee. I worked at a coffee shop too. It's like I a hot chocolate it. that to you is repulsive. Why would you consume something? Actually, warm? that's what did it in for me. I got a hot what? chocolate when I was like eight. I burned my tongue. I said, "Screw this forever." And I, then you, I never had it since. Is, is the beverage that I'll burn my tongue on the easiest? Yeah, that's worth it for you because it's delicious. Uh, no, and I, you just want to get that hot goodness inside you. <laughs> You're a chef. How come coffee places can't work it out? I feel like black coffee should come out immediately at a temperature at which you can drink it without burning your tongue. It be, yeah. Some people, first of all, some people like it hotter. Uh, some people want to sit with it for a little while and let it cool. Some people are adding milk to it. You don't. Well, want I to. get that. I always. I you're used not going to have a separate. Yeah. You're not going to have a separate pot for black coffee, which is way more of a rare thing than coffee with cream. You mean most people are putting cream in, so yeah. it's purposely made so that you can yeah. bring down well, the temperature. You, you with know, milk. like the McDonald's, uh, the McDonald's lawsuit. They admitted in the lawsuit when they when that lady burned her crotch uh, that they were intentionally keeping the coffee like three times hotter because they knew that most people weren't drinking it in the car. They left it in the bag or in the cup holder and then would drink it when they get to their office and they want it to still be hot when the, when the average person was drinking it. Ooh. Hmm. I just don't know how people plan their drinks like this. You know what I mean? That they're like, oh, I'll drink this in, in 15 minutes. I'm thirsty enough to want right. this. Right. If know? I walk like, into I, yeah. I don't understand that, I get, that logic. Look, to I me, coffee is nothing but a weapon. Like, I look at it as a secondary weapon. I hold this. Oh, I can throw in someone's face, but I, I don't a, like them in the I next five minutes. I get a Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I'm drinking it by the time I'm at the door. Yeah? To leave. Yeah. It's not that hot. It's I don't great. know what happened to you when you were eight. I, <laughs> I feel like it was a fucking hot dick in your mouth, maybe. <laughs> dick? Uh, yeah. It's yeah, the I keep mistaking that hot yeah. chocolate for dick. Yeah. Well, it was Jesus. A, it was a black guy. It was a black priest. He's, uh, His name was, was a, hot chocolate. It was, yeah, it was a Carmelite ministry. He was in from Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In our ongoing coverage of uh, Mike Harrington's homelessness, no, also sandwiches. Let we, me tell you, the uh, other yes. day, Mike Harrington goes, I had to stop him because I don't want to hear his hobo tales. Okay. I'll be honest. Nah. He goes, he goes, somebody, sh I was like, yo, you just want people to, I made a joke. I was just like, you just want other people to be homeless so you can show people the ropes. He's like, yo, B, somebody showed me the ropes the other day. I was like, we're done here. I'm not listening <laughs> to the rest of your hobo tale because I'm worried about you and I can't have, I can't watch you. Can we get a DuckTales song, yeah. but for him, hobo yeah. tales, woo <laughs> I'm new to this. How, He's how? cold in the winter <laughs> trying to find shelter. Yeah, Harrington. It's, been, it's been brick. Where are you sleeping? You know, around. Actually around or on the train? No, we don't need to get we, we don't need to go sad here. I wanted to take an <laughs> uplifting side to Harrington's Oh, I recommend tales. staircases in hotels. No one ever checks those. Ooh, ooh. ooh like especially the t upper floors. Yep. Yeah, or th in between the third and fourth one even, the middle ones. No one's checking up that uh, like at night. It's not yeah. a bad idea. Right? But a lot of them have security getting into the hotels now. No, but if you don't go to one of those, if you just walk, <laughs> he doesn't look that homeless. If you just walk into any hotel like you belong there, you can just kind of walk in and walk around. Yeah, exactly. For sure, I did that at uh, your show on Monday. Mm. Oh, you just went across the street. You needed to poop. No, 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 I went in there to. Uh, I had to cut through to go to the bodega with the cheap packs. 
Mm. So I just like I just cut through that like swanky ass hotel, and the guy just like gave me the waves. I came in, is like, yeah, you belong yeah, here. If you just hold your chin up. No hotel is checking because it's just rude to do to a guest's guest, right? To do that, or even to a guest to be like, hey, hey, hey you look like a bum. Right. <laughs> you know, like the Times Square hotels are on top of it, and those are the only hotels I've been in recently in New York City. None mm. of them. Those will. I always just walk in. Like I hotels are the easiest place to use a restroom and they yeah. have clean restrooms because nobody uses a hotel lobby restroom. You have one in your room. Right. Uh, so if you have to pee, I'll just walk into when a hotel I, and just confidently like look around quickly and be like, oh, the bathroom's probably this way. And just if, walk I, if I'm yeah. staying at a hotel with other people, I always shit in the lobby. <laughs> always. I feel like that's courteous. Especially if like you wake up before them, you just leave the room and then you can really... If I wake up before them... I'm, yeah. I'm leaving the door open, shitting, not even turning on the exhaust and going down to the pool. Like, that's it. <laughs> you're, you're not, not going to flush. You're going to leave I'll them with it. The, yeah. You're just going to go down to the pool with a shitty ass and ruin the pool for everyone? Yeah, fuck those kids. <laughs> I'm the one paying for the room. I don't think he said he wasn't wiping his ass. Yeah. He was yeah, just was, saying. No, I mean, he'll wipe, but there's no way it's like it's clear. You're supposed to shower in between shitting in the pool. No, that's. I, keep, I bring wipes on vacation. That's not a real thing. That's 100%. It says on the. If you look at any single pool, it'll say right on there, you must be like freshly bathed. No well, one is to, doing that. No one does that. They want you to rinse off. Like that, that the, the yeah. lifeguard will be like, hey, but no one's like, they're not looking, they're not inspecting on, people's man. assholes to we, make sure that we you We all recently... know everyone's peeing in those pools anyways, right? That, yeah. Like, that's a thing. Like, uh, I had a bunch of friends going and peeing in the pool, and they encouraged me to do it, and I was like, no, nah, I didn't even know people did that. No, nah, nah, yeah. When was the last time when you peed? I've no, I haven't peed in a pool since I'm a kid. I don't do it. I've never like, done it. I didn't even like to pee in the ocean. What? what? Yeah. Oh, how do you guys pee in the ocean? Why, you're afraid something will crawl up your dick? No, it just weirds me out. How yeah, you, me too. It's, how do you not? It's the, the ocean world. is mostly piss. It's, it's like definitely it, not mostly yeah, piss. Yeah, it's like your 90% piss, is, piss. Your piss is mostly water. How is the ocean mostly piss? Well, because it's all the fi- fish piss, whales are fucking huge. Can you imagine how much piss a whale probably Dude, pisses out? I was in a, I went to the aquarium in Atlanta, and yeah. they have whale sharks, giant whale sharks that uh, they swim overhead and stuff. It's really a cool exhibit. But one of them took a shit. (laughs) The entire aquarium smelled like shit. (laughs) Wow. And I saw that they take a shit and then all of a sudden he was like, oh my God. (laughs) It came through the water? Dude, yeah, because it went out the tank. You saw like a gas bubble bubble up and then just the people in that room just go, oh! And then the whole fucking aquarium stuff. What is it about... What is it about like animals? If you ever see a dog take it, like I have to look. Oh, Are you yeah. that? Way? What yeah. is that? It's so weird. It's like it's gross, that's, but you can't not look. That's why they look back oh. at you shaking. Like, please stop looking at me. Yeah, that's the same with homeless people. I watched a homeless guy shit recently. <laughs> Harrington, and that was weird. Yeah, <laughs> Harrington. Yeah, they made eye contact. Like, with Jesus, me. go to a hotel. <laughs> that was a weird thing. They made eye contact at me. Like I, I was the uh, I was the asshole. Yeah, and stop I was looking. Like, I was like, what? I don't see this every day. You right. know? I thought that made it pretty obvious. I'm curious to know what are you wiping with? <laughs> What's the arrangement here? How long does this take you? I thought you guys just did it in your pants. Anyways, back to what I wanted to say, inspirational side of the homeless Harrington story. Mm -hmm. This man is good at sales. I went to uh, your show this past week. I've went to your show a lot of times when you guys haven't gone off the ground. I've seen Barkers, and I've seen three or four people be out there and not be able to get a single person in. I did your show this past week with Harrington Barking, and he fills up the week. And, And from my knowledge of sales, what he does really well is the entertaining, obnoxious angle where mm. there's n- rejection does not bother oh, he him. Is, he is Midwest used car salesman, and he knows <laughs> he knows how to make it like light and funny to get you engaged yeah. to hear the pitch. Hey, very attractive couple. 
that's a great line. Such a good line. That's it a good line. Works, I'd say, eight out of ten times. Because it, it gets Man. them listening, because he complimented <laughs> them. They look over. So why not take this skill and actually make money? I can tell that you can sell. We could throw you into a sales office. You would sell. Yeah, I mean, and I, you'd make commission on that, so you don't even have to worry about, like, asking, you know, the people around here for a salary. I wasn't talking about working for me. No, no, no. Oh, that was oh, not yeah, what yeah. I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, by the way, you could go do it. You've done it before, but I'm just saying, like, why Why aren't you getting a I sales mean, you, job? You're you good can, at sales. You can definitely find one of those scammy I, lo- I love that we're talking places. to a comedian and encouraging him to have a different job. You know what I mean? This feels very <laughs> odd. He's not a comedian. He isn't? No. No, a producer. Oh, my apologies. Yeah, Sorry. No, you see, I thought you worse. were a comedian. And yeah, you, is it worse? It's so much yeah, worse. Because yeah, because being being homeless to be a comedian is the least like you're trying to be in a support role. Like that's what's hard for him to understand. Like, why would you go yeah. broke to And I was a salesman before. It, it is funny us telling a guy who produces comedy shows to quit producing comedy <laughs> yes, shows. Exactly. <laughs> like, do you guys just yeah. don't ever want yeah. spots? How exactly. does that work? <laughs> that's good. Um <laughs> no, I uh yeah, I mean like I I went on an interview today and it turned out to be like a fucking scam spot like there's so many places that are just scam places but i'm yeah, always like just work for the scam place that's kind of what i i leaned into today. i've known a lot of people that have worked for those scam places you make decent money i literally just walked out with the woman she's like what's most important to you i was like look i get the vibe of what this is if i can wear a hoodie and jeans in here every day sold what's this job uh it was uh just getting donations for nonprofits. Right? yeah, yeah. I, oh, knew, I did that yeah i yeah. I, yeah. I there was a company new age services out in like manhattan beach brooklyn and like every fucking retard Sure. From the whole fucking neighborhood just worked there. And they would smoke dust in the office and shit. Hell yeah. Was, PCP? Yeah. yeah. That's so the, great. So like what this I noticed- before Oxycontin was big. What right. I noticed with these with these companies now that are popping up all over New York, like they take the names of like established companies and then put like a weird word after. No, so what, like, what they do, what, what, the, what a lot of them do is, what, so, so let's say um, PBAs are not allowed, police are not allowed to raise their own funds. Sure. So they, but they need money for shit. So what they do is they will- hire these companies that only have to give up them 13% of what they raise but then then you go okay so like it's 13% more than we would have had sure. and then it's just like a lot of them what they'll do is like let's say let's say your dad's a cop right and he dies you can't raise money for him right but what they can do is they could say they're raising money for a cop and then just you're, they're just sending you checks yeah for this fake charitable organization that's for the widows and orphans of fallen police officers even if your dad had a heart attack yep by the way I I always picked up, amongst comics, you're better at selling yourself than most people. Of course. And you've definitely had more, because you're willing to get after it. What is your sales I actually background? started with that, too, though. I did the nonprofit thing, too. And it was so funny, because what you want them to do is you want people to pay monthly, right? So I did it for the Sick Kids Hospital. So the Sick Kids would go in, same bloody deal. It was like, come do it, but we'd take our cuts and whatnot. And if someone gave us a full amount there, like, oh, we don't want to give you month to month, all that just went to us for what we would call stationary, you know, and stuff like that. Like their big one-time donations? Yeah, those big one-time, you don't do it. Yeah, if you do it, you do monthly, because at least some of that will get back to the hospital or back to the charity. But yeah, not the uh, those one-time things. It's all- Was that cold calling? No, it's like that's face no, to you're face. On the, yeah, face to face. You're on the streets. And it's like, oh, really? And that was a funny thing, too. The shit. hospital in Toronto was called Sick Kids Hospital. What a sad uh, name for a hospital. <laughs> they don't have time for sick kids. What are you going to say? No. I don't and know. then you look at them. <laughs> you give them that, that smug look like, oh, What's you the least you have to give them for it to be legal in, in Canada? Because I know in New York it's like 14, 13 or 14 percent. Like Which some, is a tiny. It's oh, a I, don't tiny know, I don't know those basics. Like, yeah. I didn't have that control, so no one told me. Mm-hmm. I just knew when it came down to me asking about the whole amounts, they'd be like, oh, I yeah, didn't that even, takes overhead. I didn't <laughs> even work at the place. I was just there smoking blunts and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever bring out the sick kids with you? Just. Oh, 
you know, I know. Really that got a reaction. <laughs> that would have killed it for sure. Look at fucking <laughs> Timmy over here. He's got a half an arm. You're not going to help him out. So yeah. what I, you know, it's really tough selling on the streets. Can you lend us a kid? <laughs> <laughs> so what I was getting at though is these companies. Like one of them, the one I went to today was. Cura marketing, right? So it's like anytime you go to Google them, you just get the search engine Cura. You know okay. what I mean? So it's like, and they're just, they're trading off that name and their goodwills to like, you know, be a scam company. Like, get, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, there's another one I have an interview with tomorrow, Berkshire Media. Media. It's like, you're clearly just- Just trying to be Berkshire Hathaway. Right. Okay. And it's like, yo, if I had one that was easy as like, some guy told me today he had one that was- uh, I'm surprised Lewis and fucking Ralph didn't name this place Berkshire Media. <laughs> that was like, uh, even in the Wolf of Wall Street, they just, we need a name that sounds like it's been on yeah. Wall Street for a hundred years. And then sure. they went with, what was it, Pinnacle Investments or something? something like yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, like I, I do see the value in that. I would preferably like, honestly, the, the, the dream would be something like home advisor. You know what I mean? Like that is a hundred percent something that I'd be interested in doing. Well, you just apply. I can, I can push that resume. The problem through. is they don't do part-time. Well, why, why do part-time? Cause I have to, I mean, I'm not giving up being here on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. That stuff. What a compliment. What? What a compliment. Oh, no, it's not, not for, for my show. Oh, oh. <laughs> Your show is part of it. <laughs> uh, I, I appreciate that. Um, all right. Well, uh, maybe this will uh, turn into more of an off-air conversation. But um, I did look at a place yeah. today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a single room occupancy. Mm. No, that's not what he meant by. Why a place. are you homeless? Uh, yeah, yeah. He just looked at a place because yeah. he had nowhere else to be, so he just was kind of staring in space. <laughs> <laughs> Define def- what single room occupancy. Oh, that's like like the why is a single room occupancy. So I saw one of those today, and I was like, "Nah, that's that's it was uh it was a you're uh, like one step up from eating cat food once you move into <laughs> one of those places." Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so it's like a single bedroom efficiency, and then there's like a kitchenette and a shared bathroom. Oh, it's like a it's like a ten by ten with a tiny kitchenette. Those not, aren't bad, but it's not in the room. The kitchenette is shared. With somebody else who has like another oh, room down bad. the hall. It's totally reasonable. It was more money than I wanted to spend. The place I found today was in Jersey City. It's just like a, I don't know, it's in like the Indian neighborhood in Jersey City, but it's like I made it from the path to there in like eight minutes today. Mm-hmm. So it's like totally reasonable. And I'm sure you can get some cheap ass food. Under 600 bucks a month. And there's like mad grocery stores all around there. Like it's, no, I'm talking about like you know what I mean like late night pack. There's like late night Pakistani food by my house. Oh yeah, you get a huge plate of food for like seven dollars. Oh for real? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I think I think that's gonna be the move. <laughs> I made it from here to there during uh during like midday uh in under an hour. So I think that that's very yeah. reasonable. And uh, they only want like nine hundred bucks to move in. I have like a little nest egg I've been holding on to that you know that shocks me. Why you have nine hundred dollars? Somewhere? Yeah. Not in a bank. In a brokerage. A brokerage? Yeah. I have stocks. Oh, okay. I used to be a person. Mm, I forgot about that. What happened? I don't know this. Uh, Well, Well, he quit drinking and it all went downhill. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus, buddy. He became more of an acid guy and apparently that doesn't really step up the quality of life. (laughs) Yeah, makes it better salesman. He was engaged. Uh, You were engaged? Yeah, Yeah, I was engaged to get married. I had, like, uh, you know, enough money for the wedding, and I was working towards a down payment on a house. And, uh... said, fuck that. Apparently she likes black dudes. You know, who knew? (laughs) If I'd known that before, uh... (laughs) (laughs) That's half the reason I started dating her. Um, no, I, uh... Yeah, I mean, whatever. We broke up, and, uh, you know, Christ the faith and all that, and I Oh, she kept a place, and then you're out? No, 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 no. We we just had, like, we just had an apartment. I was saving up for a place. Um, and it was just one of those things where I was like... Yeah, I'm uh, 
I'm good on this. Moved, you know, across the county, got like a, another little spot and started working here. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just kind of Across put... the county might be the most boring way to end that sentence. Wait like it sounded like you were going to say, I moved across the country <laughs> or like something exciting. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I moved from uh, Westchester to the other side of Westchester. Yeah. yeah. Really took some bold steps. Dude, I, I mean, I moved to White Plains, from White Plains to North White Plains. Fuck, you commute and a half. I couldn't do it. Westchester's <laughs> big as fuck, dude. That is true. Um, all right. Well, I want to take a look at the uh, the first topic that we had today that wasn't dealing with uh, Harrington's homelessness, mm. and uh, that is People's uh, Magazine puts out every year the uh, world's sexiest man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw who was awarded it. If you had to take a wild guess, who, who do you think might have won this 2019's year's... world's sexiest man? First time ever uh, world's sexiest well, man? Well, people win more than once. It's usually not in mm. back-to-back years, but who comes to mind for you as being the sexiest man yeah, who, who, who's out there now? Who really no, catches your fancy? I'm just, I'm just saying, it's like, hot chocolate to you. I'm just saying, it's a. I feel like it's got to be a guy who's like, uh, it's got to be. It's always somebody on the come up who needs the bump in publicity. Like, what movies are coming out? Oh, you mean it's totally a production thing? Yeah, People, they don't actually. This is not based on merit. They're not going off of. I mean, who's legitimately I, I mean, the they're not going to pick like you know, they're not going to pick fucking Harvey Weinstein. But you know what right. I mean? Like, you're going to pick. You know, the, I, I'll, I'll guess The Rock, but I know he's already been that. Right. right. Okay, reasonable guess. Yeah. Who would you say are, are your top three picks for who should be sexy? <laughs> I don't man. really know who's famous right Guy now. I barely came up with one pick, and you're like, now top three. Yeah, I want to know two more out I want to know BKK's legitimately. No, I legitimately, <laughs> I would base it on who's on the come up fame-wise, and well, I who's, don't know Well, let's go with this. Who's, anyone. Who would you say are the biggest movie actor? You got that guy who's going to be in the 21 Bridges, who's been in a couple I don't movies. even know I don't what even that, know that guy's is. name is. Yeah, I don't follow much of pop culture either. What about you? You want to take a guess on? I, I know who, who won it, be... but if I was to guess beforehand, I'd always like I, you always look at like what's what makes the magazine look good. So I would have gambled someone trans was going to win, oh. right? Like if I was to guess, mm. I was going to guess there's going to be inclination to oh, be is, of is the it Hannah Gadsby? Is that who it is? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the world sexiest. Mike, Mike Harrington, yeah. can you possibly pull up on the board for us the current I know, mo- I know most famous people that have gone from female to male as of late? The most fa- it's just Chaz Bono. Chaz Bono? Nobody goes female to male. <laughs> I thought people get It's dicks. all just dudes who want to fucking eat pussy and say they're a lesbian. That's I thought, all the trans. I thought there, there's some people who are getting penises. I thought that's a thing. That's a thing, but it's like one. There's no famous ones. There's no Nobody famous- cares about that. Is Buck Angel. Wait, that's a. That's Caitlyn no, Jenner. That's Jenner. I know. I'm going through the list of. Chaz Bono. Wait, yeah. so Chaz Bono used to be a chick? Yeah, Chastity Bono. <laughs> He's not that, like. Horrendous looking. Well, I guess it's easier to he be looks a like decent the guy, looking dude as a like chick. He looks like the guy from the Octomom thing. He looks like her husband. No, he looks like uh, Randy Newman a little bit. That's true. That's, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, I guess it's easy to go kind of from being because you'll just kind of be a pretty dude as long as you don't. You, as, if you they cut your tits off, right? Yeah, but a lot of them, like Chaz Bono, doesn't even have a dick. What they do is there's like a tendon. You know how like uh, there's that weird thing that guys do to make their dick hang lower, and they can cut this tendon right here. You can do that to a clit too. So you just have like a five inch clit. You can have a five inch clit. Four but how inch, thin five is it inch then? clit. Oh, who's this dude? So this is uh, the trans actor from uh, the show The Politician, Ryan Murphy's new show on Netflix. I mean, if you were gonna go like the hottest young. Uh, trans female to male, uh, it okay. would be probably uh, this person, Theo Germain. Yeah, if he mm. puts some muscle on, he could be a sexy dude. But like, he's just a little. Uh, he's but like, still why be a gay dude? Well, just be. Here's the thing. I think he identifies as a they. Like, I think it's just they. 
So like I don't know if that counts for that's the sexiest I, man of the year. I I don't think the, no he was I don't saying think People for... Magazine is ready for the theys. <laughs> it's got to be uh, he him pronouns she yeah. All right, well, let's pull up. They had John Legend won it. I never yeah. heard of this guy, John Legend. Bruh, shut up. Oh, I really? never heard really? of John Legend. I would I never have guessed heard... it was John Legend. I never. Here's what I liked about John Legend. I feel like it's inspiring because he's more cute than he is sexy. He's not like one of these rip-shredded... Uh, How do or... you not know John Legend? You're guaranteed to have heard his songs, right? Tell me a John Legend song. I don't... I don't know them by name. I just know I hear them all the time. They're always on. You know Chrissy Teigen? That's uh, her husband. Yeah. I had to, I had to I Google like both of them. That now. <laughs> His look down here is really creepy. It's just not. <laughs> yep. All right. So it's Harrington, comfortable looking at him. Harrington, let's pull up the. Uh, I put into my notes the last uh, twenty years of uh, people have won this title of world's sexiest man. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I wonder what his real name is. But we all agree he's not that good looking. John Legend's pretty good looking dude. You think so? Yeah. The yeah. other one that surprised me a John lot. John Legend is a handsome man. You're, you're wily. He's a singer. Well, I get the singer and the wealthy thing, but I mean, in terms of. I just of looks, can't believe that he's as old as he is. John Legend came out like 15 years ago. That guy got famous. Yeah. Oh, you would think he'd be much older than 40. No, I would think he would have gotten it much younger. Uh, mostly it is like people usually older. Like, yeah, because it's, since... it's people who still need they need a relevancy boost. That's a PR thing, man. Well, I'm shocked that Blake Shelton won it, and the fact that both of them are on whatever that singing show is, which seems to suggest yeah. that guy has the end. What's up? Just tell us. What's up? You already. I'm like... just trying to tell Mike to get close to the mic. Oh, there oh, I am. Okay, got you. Uh, have comedians ever made it? I don't think so. Let's take another look at the list. You got your Brad Pitts. You got your uh, Matthew McConaughey's. You got your Hugh Jackman, your Johnny Depp's. A lot of these guys make sense to me. Even uh, like uh, Idris Elba oh, yeah, makes sense. No comedian, big buff dude at age forty six. He's a power player. Yeah, I thought sense of humor was supposed to be sexy. What Adam, happened? Adam Levine. Oh, he's the. Uh, you got Ryan the... Reynolds. That's the closest. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but he's he's pretty. He, he's all shredded and shit. He's and he's shredded. uh mainstream movies. And again, it's always when they have some. I don't know who Blake Shelton is really. He's uh, the country country singer. He's but on he's America's kinda, Got Talent. I don't know if he was the voice. I don't know if he was chunky in that year, but you know, to follow the Rock with a with a chunky Blake Shelton, I don't know. This <laughs> ranking system seems off to me. Hmm. Well, they needed to throw a white guy in there before. They like they gave the half black guy, and then they were like, "All right, let's throw a white guy in there." Then we're gonna go full black. All right. Well, yeah. well, we're on the topic of good looking man. I want to talk about Don Cherry. I want to know how old I got to be before I can start rocking fucking awesome suits. That guy. <laughs> you know what I like? I like his double-breasted pinstripe suits. That was his coolest look. And then he went to just the balls-out, like, printed logo kind of suits. He, he well, goes I gotta all the, I got to see the suits. Yeah, no, yeah. no. You got And they're different every week. You know what I mean? This guy's never consistent. Can you pull up some Don? That's all. The guy who uh, ring announces most of the time for Capital Wrestling has some of the craziest jackets I've ever seen. Oh, Mouth of the South? No, no, Mark Patrick Haggerty. They're act, they actually look vaguely good. You're just like, you look like a sharply dressed gay dude. <laughs> oh, this guy. Let me see this one right here. This Christmas joint right here. Oh, that is. Is those cust? Those gotta be must be custom made, right? Oh, I love that one. Oh, just that underneath. one's great. No, that one with the polka dots. Do the, do the one with the green. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's St. Patrick's Day. What do you think yeah. that guy's annual budget for suits is? There's no way those are expensive. You think they're all just cheap as hell? Yeah. He's got one guy who the, just the, makes all of them? Yeah. That guy makes $15 million a year. Are you what? 
Yeah, and that's what he wears. Oh, and, what? I want to see the waffle one. And you guys haven't even seen the show. Oh, he real. does it five minutes uh, a week on Coach's Corner on Saturday on the hockey game. He does five minutes. So he gets like and 15 they pay, million a year. They don't pay him 15. How about this? How about that's I, high for a hockey player. Jesus, I know, hey? Now, and he, it's because he's been doing it 30 years. But get this. Yeah, but They did uh, Canada's Greatest Canadian back in like, oh, like early 2000s. He made number seven of the greatest Canadians of all that time. Of all time. Of all time, wow, Gretzky wow. made 10. Not only that, uh, Alexander Graham Bell came 8. You had to vote by phone. And people called and still voted for Don Cherry over the guy who invented the phone. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that was insane. Well, but isn't it also he's uh, Hockey Night in Canada, which is the most watched program you guys have in that country, no? Fair. Yeah, that's fair. So if you're like the, essentially he was like their letterman is what I was like told to understand. I mean, yeah, but he's also quite bigoted. It's uh, it's quite hilarious to listen oh, so to the program. He, so he's always been somewhat like. Oh, what he's always you... made statements about the Swedes, okay. about the Russians, right? Oh, I mean, he's oh. That's but then fine. he's just kind of hating on everybody. That's not like a anti-black thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't go. He's, so well, he, I mean, who's playing hockey? He focuses on who's playing hockey and goes after right. that group. You know. Oh, so he's just kind of being funny. Uh, yeah, that's I wouldn't say completely that. You guys haven't seen it. Like, yeah. Can you but... pull? Can you pull it up, Harrington? I want to see this guy be a bigot to Swedes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Nobody wears a poppy, and I'm not going to. He says, "Wait a minute." Oh, here's the thing. How about running it for the people that buy them? Now you go to the small cities, and you know, you you know those the roads on roads. You people love you. you they come here, whatever it is. You love our way of life. You love our milk and honey. At least you can pay a couple of bucks for poppies or something like that. These guys pay for your way of life that you enjoy in Canada. These guys pay the, uh, the biggest price. Anyhow, I'm going to run it again for you great people and good Canadians that bought a poppy. I'm still going to run it. All right, can, we, but just, anyway. can you break down some of the culture for us? What's yeah, he talking about with the poppy? Yeah, because I just saw something where a bunch so, of people were mad that some kids made a pride poppy. I don't know, understand what the poppy thing is. Okay, the poppy, uh, it's basically our Remembrance Day. So Remembrance Day is uh, Canada's version of Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. So Have you guys we, been in, like... We were I part know, of the war, and in order to honor it, we put poppies on our... Which war? World War Opi- I? World opium War, war clearly. All World war, war now. We made it for both. It was ri- originally right. World War One, but then they include the second one afterwards. So, yeah. How active were you guys in... Because you guys... Always get the rap that like you don't even. Oh, we really... ended we ended up doing killer for you guys. We okay. we took over Passchendaele. That was one of our big ones. Okay. So we won over several land for you guys, and right. we had one of the best like regiments when it came to winning over. We didn't have a lot of them, but yeah. Right. And then we were fighting mostly for uh, not you guys, but Britain, right? So yeah, we we just did great. So we honor them by putting a, a fake poppy flower in our mm. uh, crest of our shoulder, like in whatever we're wearing, right? And uh, that's how we honor it every time. So he's just referring to immigrants and saying that immigrants are not coming in and honoring our veterans and give them the lifestyle of avoiding wherever they're from. And that's where everything blew up on. Uh, that's that's a somewhat fair criticism. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't bother me. I'm but, not from Canada. I'm not going to lie. I didn't wear a poppy. It's like and when, I'm, not, I'm yeah. not an immigrant, right? Like a lot of white people don't either. So he singled out a group when it's like, yeah, guess what? It's like. Also, a ton of white people <laughs> don't give a shit either, right? right. You're so. saying that the, wearing the poppy is not, like, nationwide that everyone's doing it. No, of course not, right? right? It, it, I mean, people should, but on the other hand, if they don't, whatever. 
Right. You know, like it doesn't make any less respect for people not take that. I for also granted. get you got to fill some air on t- on TV, so you just kind of you know? rant on uh, on the immigrants. I, can't, I mean, to a degree, can't... it also feels like he's trying to look like look good, but he's also extremely right leaning. Right. So <laughs> he's defended some politicians that are dicey, like Doug Ford. Right. Who, if you can remember, Rob, was Ford, that Rob Ford? Sorry, yeah, that was well, Doug may- Ford too, because Doug Ford's in now. That okay. was the big fat Chris Farley looking yeah. mayor guy who yeah, was yeah, doing yeah. crack. Wait, his exactly. brother got in. Yeah, his, oh, oh yeah, they're a dynasty. Of Ontario. <laughs> I know. They're a dynasty. Whereas he was the mayor of Toronto, this guy's uh what is it, provincial leader of Ontario now. So That's it's a even worse. Deal? It is. Yeah, it's, it's like it's a even governor. Worse. It's like a governor. God, I love these guys. Yeah. Wait, does Rob is Rob Ford as big fat and sweaty as I mean is the new Oh, is Ford? Doug Ford? He's slimmer well, but I, more I evil. See, Rob Ford was likable right. but just horrible. Dude, right? I love but that Doug video Ford's of evil. him in the chicken place speaking patois to the Jamaican yeah. guys. <laughs> is the best fucking video of all yeah. time. I loved him. He was on Kimmel and he was just cracked out. This is this is even him a little bit younger No, he, this he is was, Doug Ford. If he dumb. was this is his brother. This, yeah, is yeah, this is brother. This is the guy who runs. Oh, he it. does look eviler. Look at his. Uh, he is I, evil. I want to see his campaign poster over there. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. How did Can't these? Even smile he looks like properly. Max Headroom. How did yeah. these guys become a dynasty? He looks like he's selling used cars. I mean, we want to talk about a guy selling used cars. How oh, did yeah, these he guys? Can give Harrington some tips. <laughs> how did these guys take over Canadian politics? Just being, you know. Big you know what Doug balls. Ford's big thing was? Is uh, he was going to legalize beer being sold in marketplaces. That's so now we now we have grocery stores that, that you can buy beer in, and that literally won over I'll the be most honest, redneck of our constituents. I'll be honest. Uh, if that didn't exist in New York City, and then you said you would make that exist, I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you got your. If it was just on the ballot as a bill, that would get me out to vote. Yeah. Like, if I couldn't get beer at 2 in the morning at a corner store, and they were like, yeah, we're going to make it so you get beer at 2 in the morning at a corner store, I'd be like, I'll be like, I'll vote for, I'll vote for beer guy. Yeah, I'll vote for the fucking the beer, beer guy. I'll vote for beer guy. I can't guy. think ahead. What happens yeah. if at uh, 2 a.m. I'm without beer, you yeah. know, and I didn't buy any? No, no, no. I've just grown up in a situation where I can always buy beer at 2 in the morning. Right, <laughs> but when you go to places that you can, it's <laughs> weird well, when you're used to it. let's say I moved somewhere else tomorrow, yeah. and I couldn't get beer at 2 in the morning, and then they had a bill on the fucking ballot. They were like, yeah, we're going to make you be able to buy beer. I'm like, all right. But this, this guy cut on health uh, care as well as uh, certain stuff on, uh, I guess, I mean, rights. Like just rights and like what in rights? terms not the rights cut money not on the uh, yeah I know the gay pride right so a lot of people are hammering them for that what do you mean gay how is gay pride a right oh no I meant in terms of like taking money for their big celebration because we have one of the biggest gay prides okay. in Toronto right oh he so, just cut the funding yeah that's it so it's like cutting fundings on specialty groups and stuff cutting funding on education as well you know I mean I mm. you're right, right the beer ed- in supermarkets has a price I'll be honest the education thing kind of bugs me but I don't think uh, I don't think we should be paying for any parades anywhere. Yeah, like gay parade, St. Patrick's Day parade. I don't think I don't understand. It depends why how much they bring parades. in. If they bring in a ton of money and income, uh, I mean, yeah, go for it. Whatever, mm-hmm. right? You need Cindy Lopner for this. Do it. But if they're bringing in all that money, why do you need? They're not. They're not bringing it. They're free. Yeah, but I mean, people need money in order to create these things, right? What are we talking about? Parades, parades like the gay pride parade. Fuck parades! You know like, how you know how celebrations are. Every I don't think every even parade. festivals could could look for a grant from the. Uh, no, but you know what I mean. I don't. I don't think. I don't think parades generate enough income to local businesses to warrant the expenditure. Oh, that one does definitely because everyone yeah. flies in for it. Parade. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, we we got World's Gay Pride like three years ago, and that brought in like everyone from the world. It I'll was get like, back the Israeli Day Parade. I feel like we can do like a trade where everyone gives up their parade if everyone else gives up their parade. Yeah, because just fuck. If you live in New York City, all this shit's just fucking annoying. You're like you're oh shutting down the town. You know, it was one of the biggest parades I found out about when I yeah. came here. Everyone kept telling me about the Mermaid Parade. I'm like, you're honoring oh, people I, who can't walk. But isn't no, that in I used to go to I used to go to the Mermaid Parade. It's, it's in just, Brooklyn, yeah. and women take their titties out and paint themselves. Blue. That was also originally. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's a dumb idea for that a parade. That was originally kind of. They, I don't think they got a grant for the first 10 years. I parades to, don't even exist, by the way. Like, why? Or I'm sorry, uh, mermaids don't even exist. Why would you give a parade to uh, oh, just, a part just, of society that doesn't you're exist? You're not going to sell me on why there should be more parades. I'm anti-parade. I'm <laughs> the one that's saying yeah. get rid yeah, of the all mermaid of it. I thought you were a pro-mermaid parade. No, I'm, I'm anti-all no. parades. Or, I used to have fun at the mermaid parade. It's very crowded now. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Or let's get a short bald man march who likes sandwiches. I want my parade then. They used to also be pretty lax to let you drink on the street for that parade. Once they stopped letting you drink on the street Hell, for they parades. used to let you rape people at the Puerto Rican one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Do you remember every year? Now you, now you still can, but you gotta use a paper bag. <laughs> Do you remember... I remember when I was a kid, I don't know if it's still a thing, but like they'd always have um, coverage of businesses boarding up their buildings before the Puerto Rican yeah. Day Parade. <laughs> and every year there was reports of rapes. Like that was that was like No, the it was parade. like mass gropings. It wasn't rapes. It was just oh, mass was that gropings. what it was? Yeah. And there still is. Well there's usually I mean it's just like um the West Indian Day Parade. It's not the actual parade, though there usually is something. But uh the night before they do this thing called Juve. Which is a huge celebration, all like all, like, and that's the same kind of thing. Where it's like there's West Indians from all over the country, and then from the West Indies that come to New York, and there's three shootings the night before every year. There was a a city councilman got shot and killed. Why, who's last who's year. shooting at each other? Oh, fucking black people. What do you want to tell you? Oh, okay. <laughs> like, Wait, bro, it's just a bunch are... of rowdy fucking dude. The further deep, the thing is, is like that parade. It's better now, but like the parts of. A lot of that parade route used to be in the fucking hood. Like now, it's like not quite as bad, but some of it is still like when you walk further. So you just had a bunch of Harlem people like, "What the fuck smells like curry?" No, no, it's <laughs> like it's like Bed Stuy and shit and like Crown uh, Heights. Yeah, yeah. Who got into walking? That started thought that was a great celebration. Yeah, if we just walk, walk, if we all got together and, yeah, and walked. walked. I mean, before TV. <laughs> yeah, but like, we've had TV right. for a while now. Yeah, well, I don't get it. Parades are still significant. We we watch parades on TV. There's what is yeah. the Macy's Day Parade? I haven't done and people it. watch that on TV. Well, it's like they I, watch I was just, people walk on it, TV. No, but it's also kind of like this. You know, there's that place around the corner on St. Mark's Gem Spa, which mm-hmm. is one of the last places where you can get like a soda fountain egg egg cream, like the old school way. Yeah, and I was like. This was popular before carbonation. We usually get seltzer delivered in those bottles that fucking Bugs Bunny uses. Yeah. That's the only reason why this was a popular fucking product. Who cares? I, I'm not helping these people stay in business to sell a product that no one wants. When's I the wanted... last time anybody in this... You're Jewish. When's the last time you had an egg cream? Never. I there don't even go. know what an egg cream is. The, if anybody's drinking an egg good. cream, it's like an old, it's, it's an old Jew. What the fuck is that? I love egg, egg creams. <laughs> That's why you're homeless. <laughs> What is an egg? It's like a milkshake, but made of eggs. No, it's oh. it's chocolate milk and seltzer. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, Why would anyone good. want that? So it's carbonated. No, it's, chocolate it's not. Milk. It's not bad, but it's not like who the I I can't remember the last time I've been like, oh, let me get an egg cream. No. I went to uh, milkshakes uh, exist. I went yeah. to the St. Patrick's Day parade once in college, and the actual parade was boring, but all the bars around there were well. That's what absolute, it really is. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I haven't done it since. But it was madness. It was great. You went in the middle of the day because we were in college, so you could take a day off. It wasn't like working. I don't know why I haven't done St. Patty's is sort of yeah. You know what? I might say St. Patty's is I'm fine with only because it is sort of fun to see drunk people walk. Right? That's all. It's encouraging drunk drunks to walk. So yeah. like watching that, it turns into a lot of fun. You think St. Patty's? But is that's the a drunkest boring parade of the parades. Yeah, is it? 
Well, maybe Mardi Gras. No, the Mermaid Parade is very drunk. Really? Yeah, very drunk. No, I gotta go to this. Now you're selling that. Santa Con's not a parade. It might not be a parade, but that's definitely the drunkest of all of. Do they hand out? No, Santa Con. People just come to New York City. They literally, the NYPD hands out flyers telling you why sexual harassment is wrong outside Grand Central during Santa Con. Just because it's really it, 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 people are coming in from Long Island and upstate, and it's just like a bunch of drunk, fratty motherfuckers that just come in and get hammered and just grab chicks' asses. You look like <laughs> Santa. I look like Santa. No, it's it's it's. I don't even think it's. They're worried about the other Santas. Oh, I think they they're just... worried about just the spillover. So wait, everyone's dressing as Santa in this it's one. It's a Sunday. Well, I guess once they figure. How are they going to know who did what? Like, if you grab someone chicks ass at a bar, everyone looks like Santa. Yeah, well, every- how are they supposed to know which Santa it is? So it's right. like, you feel like you got a superpower that day. Literally, they, free sell, pass. they sell disappearing ink in Japan for girls to spray on dudes that grope them in the Tokyo subway. Because the cops are like, how are we going to pick them out? There's just so many fucking guys in business suits. Right. Uh, like, oh, they're so all what, wearing, then, everybody wears black suits to work. Yeah. And then they can wear, like, a glasses that they can see who. Yeah. It's like a light. It's uh, like a black light thing. And this is in Japan. Yeah, it's like a. Pl- it's like that. There's actually yeah. a bunch of ways to get around because the subways are so packed. Some of this and all the subway lines are ran independently. The way New York. I've heard made. that there's people that actually will shove yeah. you like they pack you in on but the. Some of the some of the lines have women only cars. And yeah, that, you like, know what's sort of funny about Japan is their death rates out out uh, outpacing their birth rate. Right, I mean, that's most countries. The only reason why the United States isn't, I think, Canada too. This is how dumb they are no. in Japan. Canada has an aging population. It's way. Le- it's slower. Most Western countries do. All, no, of, but all like, of Europe does. And the uh, except Germany. No, but it's not even that because, like, what is it? The, uh, fuck. I want to say it? prime minister, but I'm not even sure. But let's say ruler yeah. of Japan. No, that would be the emperor. He's like. Is the, it, okay. Uh, maybe it was prime minister of Japan. Yeah. Whatever it is. Shinzo Abe. Yeah, he. Ugh, I'm trying to think if it was the last one then. Uh, but whatever. They put in a rule saying uh, they put like two million into. Um, what is it? Online uh, dating apps because men were having struggling with women and like putting it together because they were also raised like all guys in one school or classes, mm-hmm. women as well. So they're they're actually struggling. No, it's like a worse. It's a worse place, and they don't have. Um, it's very. It's hard to immigrate there. Really? Yeah, it's like you they, mean to Japan. Yeah, to they don't Japan. want foreigners. They don't. I mean, no, there are people there. It's just it's it's a more difficult process, but it, it, that's a big part of their aging. Every country is xenophobic. Well, they also have a lot of um, I think that's social the right programs. Word. I remember a few. Is that years the right ago, word for it? Xenophobic is the right yeah. word. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but they have they have a program there. Like you, you basically have a job for life if you work for one of the big firms there or whatever. So there are still guys that were hired to make VHS tapes, who they just never paid to retrain. Really? So what? And they, they just, just sit. Make... No, they, no, they just make them come in, and they have a job until they retire. Really? Yeah. How the wow. fuck do they afford that? Negative interest rates. I guess they just print, keep printing money. All right. So enough of this, uh, Don, whatever guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's get into some American politics, and uh, we are the leading source for all sandwich-related news events. And so we got to break down this guy who got arrested for eating a sandwich. Did you guys see that video? I saw the video. No, you didn't see it? it? All right, yeah. so we're not going to watch the whole thing because it goes on like 15 minutes. But um, Harrington, if you can cue it up, let's watch the first couple minutes. And then uh, we can give some uh, some notes on it. You're giving me a very confused face. If you just go to YouTube and hit if man arrested it, for if sandwich. Wrote, yeah, man, if you just... Google man arrested it'll come, for sandwich. It'll come it's right gonna up. be the top hit. It's a it's a black dude on the LA. It's a light skinned black dude on the LA subway. It's a very douchey looking white cop. Yes, gray eyebrows. Okay, so there's a lot of very scary things that the police use in this video um, in order to arrest the guy. 
Um, but I will say the one thing that is annoying about it is it starts once the guy's being arrested. So it's hard to really know what happened. Like, I do generally think, like... You'd like to think that the cop went up to him and said, you're not allowed to eat this. Yeah. And, or he... The, I think the cop may have just went up to him and been like, I'm giving you a ticket, you're not allowed to eat that, give me your ID. Where was this? This LA. was in L.A. L.A.? And he's just eating on a subway? That's it? Yeah. So if it starts... I for- floss in the subway. That's I remember, hilarious. Oh, that's I remember. I, well, I, I think people that sandwich. eat in New York City subways, it's just it it, it oh, it's gross, it. but not for me. It's gross for you. I, I actually, I've seen a guy's <laughs> junk several times on the subway in New York. Like, who no, cares? About I, food? I remember I pulled out a sandwich once, and it just like smelled really good. I pulled out a sandwich from Leone's, yeah, uh, which was it was chicken cutlet, super sod, and cherry peppers, the stuffed cherry peppers that have the provolone and prosciutto in them, and uh, it just the whole car smelled, and I didn't even open it yet, and I I look at this cop. And he just goes, I ain't going to say nothing, but I might ask for a bite. <laughs> I think it's you know, gross what? when people... I've seen people like I sit down... So what is this, a law? It's illegal to eat a sandwich and you not? Uh, it, you, it's, it's, it's a finable offense. What? Yeah, it's like $50 Well, people are fucking... Homeless people it, are Technically, it's illegal to drink coffee you. on the train. For You're real. only allowed to drink water on the train. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I didn't know any of this. Well, I, oh, my God. None of it's enforced, so it doesn't really mean anything. I've eaten a whole Domino's pizza on a train. I've right? seen people. I've seen, I once saw a pretty chick just sit down with like a whole pizza. I, it blew my mind. Yeah. There were just, I had so many I had parts. no clue. I'm such a rebel. Um, all right. So I agree with you because if the starting point is the cop walked over and nicely said, hey, you're not allowed to eat up here. Just do don't you do mind, that. Some do cops will just be away. like, hey, don't do that in front of me. Yeah. And some cops will be like. How dare you do that in front of me? Give me your ID. Right. And I'm just like, I didn't even fucking see you, dude. Right. So like, I've gotten tickets for bullshit. It's hard to know without knowing what the starting point was because if a cop is being cool, and I've seen those videos online where the cop starts off being cool and like kids are dicks to him and then they just turn and then I, you kind of asked for it. But then I've also seen cops, I've had the experience of cops just being total pricks for no reason. Yeah, right up front. Now you get away with shit. I'll just tell you, it's not fun in life to kind of bend over and take it, but for the most part, if a cop comes over to you and they're being shitty and you're just compliant, they usually go, oh, this person's being compliant, and they just let you off. Um, I mean, a lot of times they'll still give you the ticket, and you're just like, all right. I'll tell you, one one time I got detained, uh, me and my friend were crazy stoned, and we got detained late at night. A cop pulled us over on like a side street in Connecticut. He pulled me out of the car, and he we were really lucky. We just dropped off my friend who had all the weed on him. Right, so we're in the store. We're both crazy stone. I shouldn't be driving. I'm probably 18. Cop pulls me over. He goes, "Listen, there's uh, two of you. There's only one of me. Uh, so for my own safety, um, I first he goes, do you know why I pulled you over? No, your back tail light was out. I'm like, okay, officer. Then he goes, um, there's two of you. There's only one of me. So for my own safety, I need to search you. Please get out of the vehicle. He kicks me out <laughs> of the vehicle. He searches me. He goes, okay, I need to search your friends. So I'm gonna put. You. He put both of us in the back of his car. Searched my car for like 25 minutes. Found nothing, and then like let us go. That is super. Where was this? This was in Connecticut. Super illegal. Is it? <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't know. I was fucking super. Illegal. I was fucking 18. Can you co-host a libertarian podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, I listen. I was 18 at the time. You know, and yeah. so I understood it was bullshit. And then this was great because then I got out of the cop's car. I was like, uh, so do I have to get that taillight fixed? And he's like, no, nah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> but then I also had once in uh, me and my friend, we were uh, this is years ago when you used to still get in trouble for like smoking weed in New York City. It used to be you could get, you used to get arrested for that. But this is like ten, probably eight years ago. I was doing a spot at Stand Up New York. We're on someone's stoop smoking weed. And then we start. Luckily, we only had the one joint and we threw it out. And then we're walking up the block and one of those 
black um, like vans, like literally just pulls up and all of a sudden there's 12 cops surrounding mm. us all with, you know, n- none of them are like uniformed officers, but mm. like corner us up against the wall, pull out their badge. And at first they're giving us like a ton of shit and my friend didn't want to give them IDs. And he was like, you know, hey man, I'm not giving you, and I was like, dude, just give them the ID. And then finally we're like, we're like, I was kind of the more reasonable and, hey, I just worked at that club. We're just in the area. Here are our ideas. We're not looking for any trouble. And the guy, you know, he just let us go. But I find if you start giving, if you start shit-talking officers, you're you're asking for it. No, you're going to jail. You're going to jail. <laughs> and you, you might get let, but it's just, it's not worth it. What's the name had the best sketch on that? Chris Rock. He had that sketch with the, uh, where, where like, you know, they, they start mouthing off to officers and they're getting the shit kicked out of mm-hmm. them. Harrington, can you find that on YouTube? It's a classic sketch from. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't remember from the Chris Rock show. From the, which I never really wa- watched, but I, I watched it. We didn't even a... see the one video you got him to put. I up. told you it's ADD <laughs> in here, man. <laughs> um, I have that ready if you want. But which I'll one? Look this up too. Oh, how I got it. Yeah, how not to get arrested. Yeah, play that for us. Black community, myself, often worry that we might be a victim of police brutality. So. As a public service, the Chris Rock Show proudly presents this educational video. This is an underrated late night show. <laughs> well, he had the staff of staff, right? Like, I know Louie was writing on this. Have you ever been Sykes face too. to face with a police officer and wondered... I haven't watched any of Wanda Sykes stand-up, but people say it's... She's a beast. Yeah. No so it's a beast. If you follow these easy tips, you'll be fine. First, obey the law. Laws were made for a reason. Think of them as hints. You've heard people say, man, I wouldn't do that shit if I was you. Well, here's some of that shit. Carjacking, armed robbery, arson, selling drugs, buying drugs, stabbing, shooting. You know, you probably won't get your ass kicked if you just use common sense. If you jump a subway turnstile, you might just get off with a warning from the police. But if you jump a turnstile carrying a loaded gun and smoking a joint, then maybe you need your ass kicked. All right, I kind of remember this to be funnier. Yeah, dude, I remember this kid. But Rodney wouldn't have got his ass kicked if he had just followed this simple tip. When you see flashing police lights in your mirror, stop immediately. Everybody knows if the police have to come and get you, they're bringing an ass kicking with them. Here's a no brainer. If you're listening to loud rap music, turn that shit off. Blasting fuck the police while you're getting pulled over by the police is just ignorant. When an officer approaches your car, be polite. Is there a problem, officer? <laughs> Oh, that was uh, Darnell. He ended up on. Uh, the, the, he was on uh, My Name Is Earl. Oh, uh, the turtle guy who liked cheese. All right, that's enough of this. I had. Uh, I also had once in Connecticut. I was speeding. I was going like 80 on city streets at two in the morning, and I passed a cop going the other way. Mm. And I just knew, like, and I pulled. I. I instantly, the second he passed me, I just pulled over. So he turned on his lights and he did a Yui, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And yeah. I was just like, ah, it's two in the morning, man. I just got home from the city. I just want to get home. And he's like, <laughs> can you just not? 
that's the point. Like sometimes, like if you just treat them like dudes, they'll just kind of be like, "All right, I get it." Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're shitty to them, they'll be shitty. I had a but cop- as a side, that sketch was made for white people. <laughs> you know what I mean? That seemed way too mainstream to be. I don't think that would uh, resonate as much with today after the shootings. Like, oh no, especially not. I, yeah. yeah, I was watching that and I'm like, "Why are you giving cops a cop out to do such things?" Yeah. I don't think that fits right now anymore. No, that's definitely a dated sketch. Definitely not. All right, so let's check out the but man. I, I don't think yeah. there was any less police shootings of black kids back then. You no, but I mean with the media reporter? now, with the coverage, that now more mm. people are knowledgeable about it, those no, things I mean, shouldn't matter as this much. Is, I think that was the same year as the Rodney King beating. Yeah, but the weed smoking, for instance, who gives a shit? If someone, if someone pops up with weed, really? That's worth a beating? Come on. Well, I mean, well, yeah, it was more jumping the turnstile with a loaded gun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but they still use the weed as, a, as an example, and I'm like, well, okay, there was, that's no, one there they was wouldn't a, need. There was a dude, I remember, who was smoking a blunt on a stoop in Brooklyn, and I just remember the story, and he shot a cop in the foot, and I was like, why are you smoking a blunt outside <laughs> with a loaded fucking gun? Uh, and he, like, they at, like, he survived. The cop shot him, but he survived, and he was just like, he was just like, I was like, you live with your mom and you have a fucking, you know how expensive an illegal gun is? Yeah. Like, it's just like, get an apartment. <laughs> Smoke blunts in your apartment. You don't need the gun because you're inside. How about this? I actually don't know. How expensive is a gun? Not cheap. Really? Yeah. An illegal gun is not cheap. Well, I was in California four years ago and there was a, a kid with a giant freaking billboard outside saying uh, ammunition, ammunition sale mm-hmm. and pointed to a gun shop. And it was basically the equivalent of twenty five cents a bullet. Yeah, to bullets, what he was saying. Yeah, but in a legal store. But yeah, as an aside, yeah, that's still yeah. twenty five cents yeah. a life. Like that's what that's uh, worth, yeah. right? That's insane. That's insane how what, cheap it is to kill having... a human. Yeah, uh, that a life can be taken by something that's twenty five cents. I mean, a brick is free. <laughs> yeah, and you could smash someone's head with a fucking brick. All right, Harrington, let's roll the tape. Uh, let's just watch uh, like a minute, and you know, we'll give a, a little bit of commentary here. He does look like the, the, the like that's the kind of cop that always has his hand on his gun. Oh, he's not even on the subway. <laughs> I was joking. I, I bet oh, he's that, on the platform. I bet that car. Oh, who cares? It's also illegal to eat on the platform. On the platform? In New York, it is. Yes. Oh, this is ridiculous. Oh man, that's because the guy has shades on. He feels so cool. I was saying, I think he just started a low carb diet. Yeah. I'm not going to jail for getting a fucking sandwich. No, for resisting arrest. All right. Resisting arrest. He was going to be arrested anyway, so. Like. Yeah. So that <laughs> that is that is the number one thing I want to call attention to. Yeah, because that's not true. He wasn't re- resisting arrest because he wasn't notified he was being arrested. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. it's not resisting arrest. And also, the idea of being arrested for resisting arrest... Well, what am I initially being arrested yeah. for? Like that's yeah, it, that's exactly. like really no, but backwards. I mean, I'm going to arrest you. Why? Because no, you're resisting this arrest. Yeah, you just told me like no, a second ago. But he could say I'm arresting you for failure to comply with an officer. So like there, it is illegal to refuse giving an ID, and they don't have to provide a reason. Like is in, that true? A cop in New York, I know for a fact in New York City they do not have to provide a reason. They're not supposed to stop and frisk you anymore. And as somebody who's been stop and frisked a lot. Were you well, really? Just, just, yeah. wait, well over a, a dozen times. Just as a side, yeah. Just as a side, was it legal that the cop could hold his bag? Was that legal? Like he had his hand on the bag? No, probably not. Another it, dude's it bag. It seems like he's doing a lot wrong in this. Video. Right? Yeah. But holding another guy's bag, what cop wait, can you touch were, your stuff? You were stopping for his twelve times. More than that. In Brooklyn or in New York City? In Brooklyn and some uh, once or twice in Manhattan. 
but mostly Brooklyn. And how did you never have like drugs on you? You just knew that you got stopped. In uh, Crystal I once was in a fucking holding cell for something else with a bunch of weed in a cargo pocket that they didn't find. They just you were just lucky. That yeah, I just like and I mean you know there was times where they, you know there was times where they just threw it in a sewer and just like go home. You're 15. But it, you're like yeah, cops when you're like 15, growing up in Brooklyn and shit. Yeah, they used to just fucking. I remember. During the blackout, and I, I was obviously older then, but we were just like out drinking beers because we were like, whatever, it's a fucking blackout, what are we going to do? And we were walking, and the cops hopped out of a, a paddy wagon, grabbed up like five of my friends, slammed us against the wall. And like, you know, we had, they took like weapons off of us or whatever, threw them in the van, and they were like, look, just stay the fuck off Avenue Z, and we don't have a fucking problem. This is like, they just told us to drive up and down the main avenues, just hang out on side streets. We don't give a fuck what you do. And like, all right, you know what I mean? Like, I she used to have it all the fucking time. And I, I mean, I have been arrested for just getting stopped and frisked. Like, I was coming home from work with a buddy of mine when I was like sixteen. It was the first time I got arrested, and he had a can, an unopened can of spray paint in his back pocket. And you got arrested because your friend had unopened. We both got arrested because, uh, yeah, they they brought us in with intent to do graffiti, but it got dismissed. But yeah, they brought us into the prison. But the problem with that is that we didn't go through the system. We just were in. Oh, you're lucky then, because the problem is if you get booked in the system when you apply for a job and they say, mm-hmm. "Have you been arrested?" You have to kind of say yes, and if they background check background check check you, even though sometimes well, that gets technically removed from your record, it doesn't really. Your first holding in New York City, if you're a resident of New York City they can give you a desk appearance ticket. You right. basically get one out of bookings free card and it's only for like low level things and you have to be we were sober. Like I said, we were leaving work. Right. It was you know, it was one in the morning but it was restaurant work, you know what I mean? And yeah, we just got we got stop and frisk. He had a like I said a sealed can of spray paint in his back pocket and they just were like they stopped us where they were like where's the digital camera you guys just stole? And we're like this is when digital cameras first came out. I'm like a white guy and a Mexican guy in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, randomly yeah. teamed up to steal a digital camera. You guys are full of shit. <laughs> like, so what do you, what did you say? Tell tell us how to talk to the cops. How would uh, how did you deal with it? No, we just got arrested. I remember we were sitting in there, there uh, in Sheepshead Bay where we were. That's where my dad lived at the time. I lived down in Gowanus, but it was just like it was like a well known thing that there was a lot of uh, tattletales in the right. neighborhood. And I remember we're you know we're young and we know we didn't do anything wrong. Now, I've got, the, that's the time, I've got this weed in my pocket that they didn't find. And um, I, th- this cop comes in, and he sits down, and he goes, yeah, like, I'm a sergeant here, you know? Uh, I just figured maybe you guys want to talk to me a little bit about some stuff. And I was just like, what? <laughs> and he was just like, uh, what? And I was just like, what? He was just like, you know, like maybe I can help you out with something. I was like, you, get, you just want to tell on people? And, like, I know, like, I have a couple of, like, 50 jars of weed in my pocket. That's it. A couple of grams. It was like maybe four grams of weed. I'm just like, I am not worried about this fucking weed right now. I'll go to the fucking Central Brooklyn. I'm not tattling on people for nothing. And like, I was just like, <clears throat> I was like, uh, I was like, you want us to snitch on people right now? He's like, I didn't say that. And I was just like, you kind of did. And he just left. And I knew, I kind of knew we were getting out of there that night. And it was just like, it was not even. It just wasn't even. They had already told us we were like, like getting like we're probably gonna get a desk appearance ticket as long as like we gave them our parents' phone numbers and like they, as long as they as long as they knew they fucked our week up, we knew we were getting out of there. You know right. what I mean? Like if we had been like, I'm not giving you my mom's phone number or whatever. I gave my dad's phone number and he was still at the restaurant because it was his restaurant that we were leaving. And he goes, that fucking idiot. <laughs> and he wasn't even mad at the other kid. 
You know what I mean? Who like got his son in trouble? He was just like he he. My dad was just like the next day. He's like fucking cops, fucking assholes. They couldn't just let you go. <laughs> and my, to, I remember my like buddy I goes had to ruin my, my day. My buddy yeah. goes. My buddy goes. Tommy, I swear to God, it was sealed. I, I had no idea we would get in trouble for that. And he goes, I don't give a shit. These cops are fucking assholes. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right, let's watch a little more of the man getting arrested for having a sandwich. I haven't done anything wrong. I haven't done nothing wrong. I've done nothing wrong. I've done nothing wrong. That's my bad. Go. Oh, I'm sorry. Just what? That's my bad. Go, bro. What are you doing? What is this nigga doing, bro? Yeah, we got guy here platform. Bro, bring him up here then. Stop. I'm not doing nothing. I'm going to continue my sandwich, bro. I'll give you shit every fucking morning. Every morning, bro. Let my bag go. Yeah, why is there a store downstairs selling food if we're not allowed to eat up here? Why is there a store downstairs? And does it not say on... There's no signs here that, Mark, that we can't eat on the platform. Where is there a sign up here? Where is there a sign up here? Sir, excuse me. You can stop it here. So, no, but so, I mean, there's where he's starting to be a little bit more. I think he's starting to realize, like, oh, this is going to be a thing. Who, the cop? Or, yeah, yeah, the cop. That's why he's like, you're detained and you're going to be going to jail. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think that's well, I'm surprised. Board. It's, it's I'm surprised all... at this point that the cop's not just throwing him down with cuffs. Like, I'm actually surprised by yeah, how calm like, the cop's this is being. Relati- like, I can't believe that this, of all things, went viral. Because, I mean, the amount of people who've been arrested for probably the same thing. It's like, it's the kind of thing where it's like, you do, like... It, Whatever. It's like you, you, like I said, you co host a libertarian podcast. It's yeah. the kind of things we talk about all the time, right? Where it's just like, no, you're just living in their world. And whenever they want to turn, like, it's like when they, when they, when they pass the law, you're not allowed to smoke cigarettes in public parks in New York anymore. Right. Right. When they pass that law, I've never been a smoker. And I was like, that's a bad law because they're going to use it to pick on black people. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, that's what they do with these laws. Or they're just going to do it to pick on poor homeless Harrington when he's sitting on a bench in the middle of the night. Yeah, you know what I mean. The homeless, Where else are you the mentally smoke a retarded, and then minorities. <laughs> so he's two out of three. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I know I'm black. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh? What do you think the officer's options were at that point when he's getting well, camera? Because no, most well, no, here's no one ever wants to apologize for anything anymore. Once right. he's that's part of society. Oh, that's fair. Once he's on camera, he doesn't want to be the. You don't want to apologize because no, he, he already knows that's no, going on. No, so he, he has to play to do it. it. No, but he here's needs the to thing. play it out. Yeah, he he might have. He's now thinking about his job. He right, goes, he can't just let him go. I haven't hit this guy. I haven't actually done anything wrong. If I let him go and they post this, right, and I'm somebody in more sees trouble. it, I'm in way you know more what's trouble. I had not considered that, that once she pulled out the camera, he needs to follow the law 100%. Oh, now everyone's like, in a role. The moment we're yeah. on camera on anything, everyone follows their role. Words, once he, he's asked for right. an ID, once he's asked for an ID on the camera, and he's on camera, right. this is what I've- Do you I, think that guy would have been that freaking polite if there was no camera? Like I know he was he would he maybe have done that anyway. No, but he might have actually just backed off and yeah, said, Hey, he might this have. isn't worth it for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. He would have said I there's mean, a he warning. Pro- he probably but. wouldn't have. Here's the thing. Any cop, once you go, I'm not giving you my ID, they're just like, Oh, you're you're fucked. Like right. that's I mean, that's always been my experience around. That was the experience I had with my friend. He wouldn't give him the ID and I had to convince my friend. And then once we were compliant, they just realized, all right, they're like now, some dumb. They're kids. gonna yeah. record your location. But here's the thing. If you don't give them the ID, they're still going to haul you in. 
Yeah. They're going to get the, you're going to be in cuffs and they're going to take your ID out of your pocket. Yeah. You might not be able to have to give, like, let's say you carry a passport card instead of a state ID. They're not going to get your What happens place. if you don't have your ID on you? You just don't have it. You're, you you're getting booked. Can, you can get booked. But what's the level of violence he can use on this guy? Say this guy, all of a sudden his subway comes, he decides to go in. Well, what, he, is he going to go on he with him and keep holding his he, bag? He, <laughs> you can, know? he can physically put him down and detain him. Okay, so that that's where that that's where this is going. That like, is and that. I'm not saying it's right. I actually disagree with those laws. Yeah. So, but I'm saying that is technically the law. I, yeah. I, I, I'm, you're gonna have to listen to this story again. You heard it the other week, but um, it, I, I think it's relevant to this guy over here. Which is, if I were him, he should just quickly finish the sandwich because then there's no evidence of the sandwich. And then that's kind of the end of it. And I had that experience once where uh, I was doing uh, nitrous oxide balloons after a concert, <laughs> and a cop walked up to me and my friend, pulls out his badge, and like just out of fear, we like kind of let the balloons go. Oh, nice. dude, we used to we used to drink in <laughs> yeah. like uh, in the ba- like on the bay, and then the cops would show up with the lights on to like give us all drinking summonses when we were kids. We just fucking fling them all into the water. And then you that's be it. drinking a forty, and then you just go get another forty once the comps are gone. Right, because then they can't. There's actually nothing they can yeah. do. We this was so we dropped the balloons, and the cops like, "Who do you guys get that from?" And we're like, "Well, we don't know." And then he was like, "All right," and he walked away. And we, me and my friend just couldn't believe that it was that easy. <laughs> like that we were just. Well, oh, what's he gonna do? Yeah, what's he gonna do? No, but yeah. then we realized afterwards. But like, even if even if you yeah, even that's if you hilarious. Up, I once got busted too for peeing on a on a car in a par, uh, parking lot. Okay, and a cop came up, and it's you're like, "You're right." Well, what you gonna get that piss? Right. Like, like, what like, are you gonna against me right now, right? Yeah. He didn't just give you a ticket? Uh, he warned me, and then I walked off. But now I think about it, you're right. Like, right. What are you gonna, uh, I can fight it. Yeah, right? he was like, I, I wasn't paying. What are you talking about? I don't know what he's yeah, talking about. this cop hated me. Yeah. Yeah, but most people are just going to pay that. T- it's usually... <laughs> just going to pay it. Uh, I, got, I almost got a public urination. I have gotten a public urination ticket before, but I remember one time I was going to take a leak. I had been on the train for well over an hour, and I was just like, I got to pee. New York needs it though. Like I can't believe that like coffee shops don't have public restrooms. Like I, that's the the biggest of, business idea that could come out right now if they had a fun coffee oh, shop. A quarter? It just costs a quarter? No, just free for a restroom. I'd go drink a coffee there. That's my Starbucks. new place. You can, use the, you can use the bathroom at any Starbucks. Yeah, but no, not, not near my place. Not all Starbucks has have Manhattan decent bathrooms. Have none. Yeah. What do you yeah, mean? They, they shut down. No, several that's of them. what I'm saying. They've, yeah. they've gotten rid of them. In New York, it's ridiculous. In I in New York City, it is no, yeah, the bathroom all, situation. Is we bad. all have to like. Why did we all kind of like? It's I, a diuretic, yeah. right? It, First it of all, it's also you. it's also supposed to be another thing. It's supposed to be illegal to not have a bathroom for customers right. at a restaurant. Yeah, and Dunkin' Donuts is the number one. Re- like, if they just forced Dunkin' Donuts to have bathrooms, all of a sudden there's bathrooms everywhere. You can just pay a dollar for a donut and use the bathroom. Right. Yeah. Like, there's no reason why that shouldn't exist in New York City. Exactly. Like you and it, it, you're allowed to be like customers only. Oh my god! You know how much that helped Dunkin' Donuts. Like, I mean, it, I don't it, think they need it. Well, yeah, I guess they, they figured out their their model. Okay, next big thing I I wanted to talk about. We're not going to spend too much time on it. Um, but obviously the whole uh, impeachment process has uh, you know, it, it's in full blast. And I don't know about you guys. I'm just checked out on it. I feel like ever since they ran that Russia collusion nonsense and it turned out to be bullshit, I'm like, I need to see this at the end. Like I've or, I've I've already seen you, <laughs> you gotta, guys. You got to read the last page of the book before you go back into it. Yeah, like I've already seen you guys pu- present bullshit for two full years to go. Hey, this is the worst thing that ever happened. And then you turn down. And you're like, well, you never had anything. You just wanted to be able to create a big stink and make the guy look bad. I literally feel like yeah. this is the only way Democrats are going to win is like through impeaching him. Well, because they have yeah, nothing. I think they're that nervous, almost about but, the election, that yeah. it's like we got to get him. I, I agree with that, but then it's like I don't need. I I, I just feel like I don't need to listen to your, if your bullshit works and you manage 
managed to get the guy impeached, then I'll look back and go, how did you do it? But between now and then, I don't think you're going to do it. And I think it's, it's, it's not passing my bullshit test. So I'm like, I don't want to follow the ins and out of this. You've just played this card with the Russia collusion thing and it got nowhere. And this, uh, okay. I watched, uh, did you guys watch any of the, the testimonies? Uh, no, um, I, I watched, I mean, just like some clips and I watched some reaction to it, but it did seem like, I mean, it seemed like the main evidence that was being presented by the Republicans was uh, this military funding was in place before the investigation started. Right. And the president of the Ukraine, it's, it is a weird thing where it's like, I get where all the Democrats are being like, yeah, this seems like he's definitely did that. Right. Uh, but like, it's like one of these weird things where it's. Is it crime? But the victims like, nah, it wasn't a crime. Like, you, <laughs> you wouldn't like, a like if a chi- like you wouldn't arrest a guy for raping a chick if that chick was like, nah, we fucked. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> here's the other. I do think Trump was I mean, it's, trying yeah, it's, to pressure him into investigating the Biden. I think I, he, I think he however, just kind of let him know. It was like, yeah. just so you know, uh, I would appreciate it. How, but I think that's just how that guy. I mean, I think we all kind of knew that's how that guy. However, became the, president. the idea right. that that's supremely flagrant here would be the more interesting congressional hearing to me. We've had a couple times. I can't speak to the specifics, but we've had more than once where Trump has gone to a country to go, hey, I'm going to secure all these business contracts for America. And then it goes, we worked out this incredible trade agreement. And you read through the list of companies that were involved in this trade agreement. And it was basically the president went and negotiated new military contracts for like Raytheon or mm-hmm. for uh, uh, Boeing. It's like, <laughs> and it's like celebrated. Like, oh my God, look at the American uh, American business we have open uh, with Saudi Arabia. No, the somehow the president just went and represented 23 private companies. They're usually General Electric. It's usually Caterpillar Inc. Yeah. And it's usually your, so I'd like to and know. Boeing is a big Yeah, one. Boeing. Yeah. What quid pro quo is happening there on behalf of our largest, like, let's not pretend like the president went over there and opened up trade that we're all going to benefit. 23 companies benefited. What's going well, on? I mean, you know, Lockheed yeah. Martin has in there, uh, they're trying to open up at least an office in every congressional district. Like, there's, like, these companies, like, they have that shit on the books that they, that, that's what they want. So it's like, it is benefiting right. a lot of Americans. They fucking hire a lot of Americans, but you know what I mean? It's some of the only manufacturing we have left. So it does benefit, but it's not like, yeah, he didn't, it's not like we middlemaned yeah, it to them. Not, we're not, we're not a fucking wholesaler. We're right. just, we, he just went over there on, on the fucking country's dime to be like, hey, buy shit from these guys because, uh, I guess some of our people make it. No, but, but it's mean, not this, like he this got This is really of, yeah. tied onto his election though. It, it's like, he just wanted, uh, info to, uh, Barry Biden, which is did. like oddly the, going to well, be one of the so, weakest opponents of that crew. However, I don't even think he's going to be the one that it, it gets run, it. It runs a little bit. But I think bit, a big part of it is this it runs deeper than that in that um the you had basically this whole thing with hey russians are adversary and by the way here's one of the big things that just sets off my big bullshit radar with everything that's going on is they keep talking about how uh if we don't give money to the ukraine they're going to be invaded by russia and they're playing off this major talking point that like ukraine is at war with russia and that russia is this major threat to us that that's that, that is just democratic bullshit lie ever since um it, it, i mean it goes back to obama when they kind of flipped what was going on in ukraine and i think they helped get this the the current president in power and so part of what they're trying to unravel is what the hell happened in this last election that the entire intelligence community kind of flipped on trump and they think ukraine was tied into it so investigating biden is not exactly um it, it's not purely 
investigating a political rival. While it is that, it's also trying to figure out, in truth, what foreign country meddled in our election and that somebody got elected and things went to shit that the entire intelligence community flipped on him and that you had this, uh, the, the fake reports with, um, t- t- well, I already forgot the people's names. Whatever. We've been drinking beers and it's late at night. I'm just saying, figuring out what's going on in Ukraine and that's been influencing some of our political structure is not insane. Quid pro quo specifically to investigate a political rival is kind of crazy. However, you're not going to actually... Trump was too slick in what he did here that even if he did it, you're not going to actually come up with the evidence to bust him for it. Um, And... Well, we'll see how it plays out. Like I said, I don't even want to comment on it until we're at the end because I'm pretty sure that it's bullshit, but I don't want to follow it. Yeah, but yeah. maybe they're gambling. Just the heat alone is maybe what convinces but some people who are lesser yes. in the know on how to vote in the but election. But that's the bullshit I'm talking about. Right? That's yeah, what they did with the Mueller investigation where they were like, well, if you can just keep this in the news and make it seem like it's a real thing, of course. Um, at least we can continue this illusion that Trump is more corrupt or more evil than anyone else who's ever uh, done the job. Um, okay. Now, the one person I want to point to is uh, Harrington. Can you roll the clip of, uh, I, I'm already forgetting the guy's name. Um, uh, uh, just press play. <laughs> Being here, it's obvious from your testimony today that you both care a great deal about the blonde in the background. Ukraine relations. Yeah. It's also very clear that you're optimistic about President Zelensky. Um, Ambassador Taylor, you related. Uh, one this of guy gives me boners, dude. He is the absolute best at these congressional. Like he is. Uh, I don't even know that much about him. I think he uh, got tied up. It's John Ratcliffe. I don't think he's that good of a guy. But when it comes to the theater of running these things, nobody questions the fuck out of people like this, dude. If nobody in the Ukrainian government is aware of a military hold at the time of the Trump-Zelensky call, then as a matter of law and as a matter of fact, there can be no quid pro quo based on military aid. And to your knowledge, nobody in the Ukrainian government was aware of the hold. And your answer was, that is correct. Is that still your testimony? Uh, Mr. Ratcliffe, um, at, at some point in September... On, I'm talking about on July 25th. Ah, July 25th. Sorry. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. They did not know this. All right. All right, pause it again for one second, uh, Mr. Harrington. So the other part that just kind of sets off my bullshit radar is that when this guy is asking him kind of questions that would... seems to suggest, hey, this is not an impeachable defense... Ambassador Taylor tries to kind of reframe the questions as if he's being personally attacked on them. So, like, if you've seen um, congressional, like, uh, when, uh, uh, with the Mueller investigations, who was the head of the FBI who, um, Page? Uh, Comey? Yeah, no, not Comey. The guy who wrote, like, we'll, we'll keep Trump from being elected. Oh, I don't even know. It was, like, Carter Page, whatever. I'm so bad with names. But <laughs> he was being attacked for, hey, we're pretty sure that you guys are kind of, um, you're supposed to be in the intelligence community and you're here and you're working against Trump or even um, when the guy was trying to be you usually see if people are trying to reframe questions, they've got something to kind of, you know yeah, what I mean? They want, to, they want to control the narrative. So Ambassador Taylor is supposed to just be here to kind of give testimony to here's what I observed. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's trying to reframe the things to kind of fit into the Democratic narrative that there's an impeachable mm-hmm. offense here seems to suggest to me that he's actually working along with the Democrats because he wants Trump impeached. Mm-hmm. Now, we'll watch a little bit more of this, but what Ratcliffe asks, which is the most interesting, he just goes directly. He goes, well, firstly, you guys didn't actually observe the call. Is that correct? And they go, yeah. So it's all been secondhand information from you. He goes, correct. And he goes, well, based on what you've seen, do you think that there's actually anything here that you're bringing forward as being an 
impeachable defense. And he goes, well, I'm not here to make that decision. I'm just here to tell you what happened. Um, but he really puts it to them, like, did you guys observe what you want to say is an impeachable defense? And they will not say yes to that. Okay. Instead, they try well, and reframe the crazy. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's impeachable yeah. offense. Oh, thank you. What yeah. do I say? Defense? You keep saying defense. Well, you know, I, I played, uh, <laughs> I am retarded. Thank now, you. Harrington, thank you for that. Uh, can you also do me a favor and, uh, pour me an alcoholic beverage? <laughs> I have, uh, well, I, I, once we get to the next topic, because we're just going to watch a little bit more of this, but I have another beer in the, uh, in the fridge next door. You can grab it. Go get him the heavy beer? Yeah, and I'll split it with him, and I'll chug this one down. This is actually what I watched earlier today. He held a press marathon with over 300 reporters where he said repeatedly and consistently over hours and hours that he was not aware of a military hold during the July 25th call. In fact, in his official press release... This is what you were saying, that the guy himself on the other end isn't saying that there was a problem. I'll be introducing into the record. He said... Our phone conversation bears no relations to arms. They blocked the provision of military assistance prior to our telephone conversation, but the issue had not been discussed during our conversation. I mean, I didn't even know. So now, in addition to confirming that because he had no knowledge uh, of it, there was no quid pro quo involving military aid during that call, President Zelensky went on to confirm a number of things, that there was no pressure, that there were no conditions, that there were no threats on military aid. There were no conditions or pressure to investigate Burisma or the 2016 election, that there was no blackmail, that there was no corruption of any kind during the July 25th call, again, from his official press release. Therefore, there was no blackmail because it was not the subject of our conversation with the President of the United States. There were no conditions on the investigation, either because of arms or the situation around Burisma. I probably could have found a shorter clip that got right to it. Giant, giant monologue. Yeah, well, we'll wait till the end of the question, then we'll move on. That's what all of these guys do, though. It's infuriating. Well, because they get their moment to kind of... This is also like the parade thing. Like, presidential speeches used to be hours. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, Arrington, people can check this out in their own time. Tom Hanks movie. I promise you... Later into this, he kind of does turn up the heat on him, and uh, if I was just judging who's the absolute best at doing this right now, it used to be that guy uh, um, with the fish face. Fuck me. I'm, I'm fucking up names right now. Okay. Uh, next news topic I wanted <laughs> to talk quits. about. Yeah. yeah fish, fish face. <laughs> Gowdy. Gowdy. Okay. Trey Gowdy. Um, okay. What time do you have to be out of here, by the way? I don't want to hold you past it's when already, you can sign up. It's fine. Don't oh, really? Worry. Okay. Yeah. Sorry for that. Uh, I read a really interesting article about a college scam that I wasn't aware of, which, mm. uh, oh my, it, I love these stories where like those institutions that you think are actually, I guess, out there to help people. And then you realize that the best of every institution is just salespeople taking people's money. Yep. That's all it is every single time. So when, did you take, uh, do they have the equivalent of the SATs in Canada? Uh, what's the system over there? I don't know. Yeah, I never took it. You never took the SATs. Never took it. What about, did you bother with that? Because you didn't. You went to college, but just to sell other kids drugs. You did college <laughs> in the best possible way. Yeah. Um, so no debt. No debt. No debt. Debt free. Te- you know, temporary credit. You know, build a business. You know what I mean? That's the way to do it. <laughs> it's entrepreneur. 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 Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was in high school, we, we you took the PSATs and then you took the SATs. Now, when you took the PSATs, it was just a it didn't get reported to colleges, but it was kind of your opportunity to see where you stood in terms of being able to test. Now, here's what they've discovered. The college board who administers the SATs, they take all those numbers and then they actually sell that information to colleges. Now, here's what colleges do that's really, really shitty. 
let's say you do okay. Like, mm-hmm. let's say you're, you're Stanford. Stanford only takes, let's say, I don't even know the way the new system works. I think the best score is a 2,400, but let's go with the old system because I remember it. Let's say you need a 1,500 to get into Stanford. So they would take everyone that got like a 1,350 and above, and they would they would send them letters like, hey, we're really impressed with your academic record and your PSAT stores. We think you would be great for our institution. Um, please apply. We think you do excellent here. I don't think that was the exact language. That's the gist of what they heard about this. Now, the reason why they do that is part of how colleges are ranked are based off of how many people that they reject. You want to have a low acceptance rate. If you have a low acceptance rate for your college, they also get the fees. You get ranked higher. You also get the fees, which is like a hundred bucks. Yeah. So in other words, you take these kids who will never get into your school. The college board sells them as a lead to the colleges, and then the colleges go, here's money. an opportunity <laughs> for me to make money. Curse hey, them. I think you would make, and they know that they would never take those kids as a candidate. Yeah. And I'm like, firstly, I'm like, great scam. Secondly, you people are pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, here are two other college scams I've heard of that are incredible. I've heard this from law schools. A friend of mine got a full academic scholarship to... Uh, to Georgetown Law, and then he's a crazy person, so he just left. Genius, but crazy person. Can I tell you a funny story about this person? Of course I can. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite story I've ever heard in my entire life. This kid, one night, he just decided, he lived in Stanford, Connecticut, and he decides, I'm biking I'm biking to Washington, D.C. I'm doing it overnight. And he looks at the map, and he goes, what's the most direct route from Stanford, Connecticut, to Washington, D.C.? It's mm-hmm. I-95. So that's <laughs> what I'm going to do. I'm doing it overnight. I'm just going to bike on I-95. He gets pulled over, biking. I'm saying bicycling. Yeah, yeah. He's bicycling on I-95. He gets pulled over by a cop. Cop pulls him over and he goes, you're on the highway. What are you doing? You can't bike on the highway. My friend goes, I'm not on the highway. I'm on the side of the road. The cop goes, what are you talking about? I just pulled you over on the highway. And he goes, well, do you see how many glass bottles on the side of the road? I can't bike over there. Valid <laughs> 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 point. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, what was I talking about? I forgot why I got to. Oh. He went to law school. He got a full academic scholarship without going to college. That's how smart this kid was. Didn't go to college. Did so well on the uh, LSATs. He got a full academic scholarship to Georgetown Law. And he said that the scam that they pulled is they put all the scholarship kids in the same class because mm-hmm. the only way to keep your scholarship is to be in the top 25% or something. Mm-hmm. So they automatically get rid of 75% of the people nice. um, that they put on scholarship. <laughs> what is that thing? Yeah, yeah enjoy it. It's uh, Bingui coming up on Gas Digital, most delicious energy drink out there. We reached out to them because I started uh, drinking it um, because I drink a lot of energy drinks, and it's my preferred energy drink. Can you open this? And then we'll- uh, we'll, Was it uh, Bing? We'll split it. Bing. And here's what- It's Petey's Bing. It tastes great. It's only got like 7%- uh, My bottle opener's in my jacket pocket. um, I think it's only got like uh, 7 grams or like 9 grams of sugar, so it's not as sugary as the other shit. Mm. And it's got a great energy blend of like B vitamins and ginseng. I can just tell you of the energy drinks I've drinking, this is like- Harrington be doing the selling, right? Yeah. Yeah. Harrington, you want to- you want to track? Oh, he's not even there. You <laughs> went to get my bottle. <laughs> we were yeah. we we're gonna give an opportunity to uh to practice his uh his sales skills. All right, here's another um incredible college scam that I've heard of, and then I feel like if there's anyone who just knows good scams, I feel like you must know some of these good scams that the colleges throw at people. I mean, I knew that one. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the restroom. Yeah, college yeah. in general is a scam, in my opinion. All right, lay it on me. I mean, what do you mean? It's not. Like, in what way is it worth? What's the average that a college graduate earns more than a non-graduate over a lifetime? I think the uh, if you're a person who's going to get out there and really hustle, I don't think your college... Your college degree... I feel like... Yeah. Right? I don't have a college degree. 
I feel like at 36 years old, I could just put any college with a liberal arts degree on a resume, and they're not going to check. Oh, no. Maybe they'll check when you're 22. Right. They're not going to check now. Right. They're not going to check probably at 28. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not going to check your college. They're going to check your work experience. They're not going to call your college. Right. Right? Like So it's like, why? Harrington, you, you can agree with me on this, right? Uh, I, I don't know about that, dude. I, as somebody who has been applying to a number of jobs recently, uh, the overwhelming... But you went to college. No, I, I some well, college. I I actually, why don't you just say you graduated and see what happens? I wonder now if maybe they've created, like, registries that it's easier for, or like, organizations to check. I think in sales jobs, this is what's really weird about sales jobs. If you go to apply to a sales job and you sit down and you lie straight to their face... For the most part, they think, oh, if he lies to me, he's going to go lie to the people that we need to sell to. That's the person I want here. That's not the way I sell. And there are sales companies that definitely will say, hey, we want ethical people here. But there's definitely a lot of sales offices that go, they don't want to go look. Because if you come in and you just show that you're a really confident person and you're willing to sell yourself, they'll go, all right, well, then he'll sell my product too. So for the jobs that you're looking for... I don't think, for the most part, it's going to be counted against you if you're telling them you went to a college. But you got like, I think, yeah. I think almost any job. Like, if I went in for like an administrative job at any any office job. I feel like I can go in and just say anything that's not a city job. Yeah, I can just went to say like, I graduated. You went to Queens College or whatever. Yeah. They're not looking. Yeah. Have you ever lied about? Well, you went. Did you go to college? I didn't. No. Nope. You did not. Did you ever lie about having a college degree to get a job? Never. Because you didn't. But, you, need... but you, do you feel like you could have and nobody would have checked? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. It, it comes they... down to a lot of charm and it comes down to a lot of image. It, it, like, you'd be so surprised when you see, like, like even with uh, schooling in any degree, it just depends how you look. A I, lot of I also believe are... the Freakonomics guys did, they did some sort of research on it and the amount of people on, like, the amount of people applying for jobs that require college outranks the amount of people. That have gone to college that are yes. the age group. Oh, they like did the math. Of course, so, so it's like a as, lot of people who are yeah. lying about. Yeah, it. yeah. Safe as bet is trade school too. Mm. I mean, as far as like, if, if I could do it again, well. I wish I learned carpentry. That's the one thing <laughs> I really wish. I, I enjoy working with my hands. I have I have no. Do you look like a carpenter? I think do that's I? another one. He could just lie. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know how to do any of it, but that's work that I, I I've I've had jobs where well I used to basically build IKEA furniture for offices. Like I'd come in and put that mm. shit together, and I always enjoyed that. And I felt like that was the adult Lego version of kind of carpentry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I I wish I had a skilled trade like that. I just I didn't grow up where people learn skilled trade. I came from like you know moderately successful and wealthy jews who did like lawyering and accounting mm-hmm. and all those trade skills I, I i wouldn't call those trade skills what would you call those like your me your mediocre jobs your fucking like i mean accounting's not a bad job no but it's not like it's not a rugged job no and no one gets ri- it's like those uh just could, middle class jobs i bet you could find Harrington, look up an ornamental ironworking class for Robbie, please. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to do ironworking, welding. Well, I'm too nervous to weld. I would show up and be like, "Hey, how often do these things just com- spontaneously combust on people?" <laughs> Why don't you just go take like the 30-hour OSHA class? What's that? That's the uh, construction worker class. 
Like, you want to do carpentry. Yeah, I would want to do carpentry. Mm, that's build, a little harder. I feel some, like that's build some the cabinets, kind of, do some framing. I think that's the kind of thing where it's like, where, whereas ironworking, they have like a built-in school for that union. I yeah. don't know what the carpentry union is like. It seems a little, it seems almost like a little rougher. It's like well, harder to get At this point, I'm gigs. fully invested in becoming a podcaster and stand-up comic mm. and trying to work. I can't, Carpenters I can't have be a union new. in everything now, right? Yeah, 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 yeah they yeah, do, but it's, great. It's, 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 it's different. It's different than the ironworkers union. Well, here's like the best. Super, really? Here's yeah, the best. Particularly structural ironworkers. It's like one of the strongest unions in the country. Here's huh. the best part about those jobs, in in, in my opinion. One, and I missed this because I only had one job like this. I, I had a job once I used to do, um, like, dad entry, but it needed to be done that day. I was, like, monitoring um, salvage auto auctions. You had to do – it was, like, a four-hour job every day. You had to monitor what happened at those auctions, and then you were done. And that was a great job for comedy because you never had to, like, take home work. At one point – and I, I, this is how good that job was for comedy. I did four hours a day. I think I made like a hundred bucks or hundred twenty five, but like I was being I was being paid like twenty eight dollars an hour or something mm. like that. Which mm. like ten years ago was probably great. Yeah. I mean it wasn't just I was living at home and it meant I was out of work at twelve PM to come into the city and do open mic. Mm. At some point that job switched to where I had work that I had to take home and then like I just that ruined it for me because mm-hmm. I knew, you know, it went back to being in college. Yeah. I procrastinated. It was always on my head. I'd be coming home early mm-hmm. to get the shit done and I would never get it done. <laughs> so that's the thing I love about the service jobs is it's very like, hey, here's my task for the day. And then when you're done, you're fucking done. Yeah. And then also what's great about plumbing, electrician, car, you can be your own boss and make a decent living. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you can have your clients. Mm-hmm. It's all your like. But it takes years to build that. So it depends. It, it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, I've had years uh, in sales where I made maybe 10K. You know what I mean? You build your book of business, but like that thing, I, I don't know. I mean, I, oh God. I was I'm all, somewhat, I, yeah. I, was always, I was always taught don't have a plan B, right? Because that yes. makes you do the plan A. So unfortunately, I couldn't even go back to nothing. Like I had right. nothing but crap jobs and then it just forced me to have to figure stuff out. How many years are you doing stand-up for? Probably 14 now. 14. Yeah, yeah you're, you're like five more ahead of me or so. Yeah, but I've had the like... years that I did full-time, com- and I was like, well, I'm going to, and my, pro- what, what didn't work for me with full-time comedy, I'm not saying that this is anyone else's experience, was I put so much pressure on it, it wasn't fun, and when you're getting up on stage and you're not having fun, the audience, like, it's like <laughs> a bad vibe, when you're like, I like, and maybe this was just that I was younger in comedy, but I was like, I need this joke to work. And it's like, I wasn't even relating to the audience. I was just like, I need these fucking jokes to work because I got to get out of this fucking lifestyle. Did you ever hit rock bottom? Well, so the answer, I'm going to go with no, because I tell you, it does wonders for you. What? Like Harrington's gonna be fearless, <laughs> right? Because once you hit rock bottom, you're he fearless. Quit you can turn over. Yeah. See, yeah, there this you go. This is not even your bottom though, because you quit drinking at a point, which means there was a point where you were worse than you are right now, and you had a house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, you know, like uh, like a house, like in a car. <laughs> what what was bottom for you that you're like? I ended up homeless for a couple months too in right? New York City. Yeah, or... that's how I knew you sleep in staircases. Yeah, and it was in New York. I oh, got screwed Aaron, over. Oh, Aaron, you fucking tips here. I know. That's why I was like so hilarious. But uh, I got screwed over by a modeling agent who right. brought me in. And yeah, they scammed me and a bunch of other Canadians. We couldn't go to anybody. So we ended up getting fucked, uh, lost a lot of our money. And then, yeah, just like I had to make it what out until my flight returned. Wait, what was the scam? Oh, scam's like, come, uh, we're going to showcase you. And then when you get here, it's it like, oh, a thousand for, for pictures and blah. And then, yeah, they just rip you, right? Like, and not but like was, I would know. I'm from Saskatchewan. Who knows anything in Saskatchewan, right? Like, did they tell you you had to do porn? No, no, yeah. I didn't have to so go that far. But no, he did try dead. to sleep with me, right? So yeah, the dude did pressure and tried to encourage the guys to get naked in front of him, stuff like that. Did anyone do it? I mean, I don't know. I walked out, right? right. Like, I, I had no part of that. 
But oh, man, uh, that other guy who sucked that dick. <laughs> he's, worth, he's worth $13 million. But why did, why did he, John Legend. It why was did, John Legend, everyone. John Legend. Yeah, why did no, you initially... Fellow Canadian John Legend. <laughs> why did you initially take the bait to do a modeling gig? Were you trying to model? No, low self-esteem. Why not? When you're told you can do something, you're like, oh, oh it seems like the easiest thing ever because let's face it, all anyone wants to do is just make the most amount of money for least amount of effort. So That's someone, all we're trying to do. Yeah, but if somebody told, you, told me I could model, I'd be like, you're a liar. Why? I could see it in his face. What? If, someone, if in... someone came up to you and said, hey, we think you they, can make they, a bunch of money. They they this. Like, when you look it out, living modeling. You say that to me. Yeah. The funny thing too, I was a I, I was look a virgin. Down, I would, yeah. Oh, and I was I still would like, look down yeah. and be like, those aren't tits. Wait, how old? <laughs> how old were you? Eighteen. All right, I can see being dumb. Eighteen. How old? How handsome were you at eighteen? Can we pull up Facebook? Yeah, eighteen. Yeah, uh, Michael. A virgin. I was a virgin. Yeah, but you might have had a real pretty face. No. Yeah, let's take a you look. You got the light blue eyes. Thank you. You got the nice hair. It might all been clicking for you at age eighteen. Oh my god. Watch out, John Legend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wait, you were 18 years old, and someone said, hey, you, I, I'm going to make you a model, fly to New York, and meet me here, and we're going to start working on I your I went career. to one of those like uh, scam modeling and agency, uh, model and talent uh, searches they have, and then they bring you to a town, and a bunch of people who are exposed in front of agents, in front of acting and modeling... And then uh, those people are just getting like a free trip and money, so they could honestly care less. But of course, they'll say yes to some people, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, will you come? <laughs> That's a pick of me around, I'm going to say, yeah, 22. It's not here or there. Yeah. I don't definitely. look at that guy and say he's an ugly feller, but <laughs> I, I don't look at him and say, this, I, is, this is the face of the next Calvin Klein campaign. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, there's, I'm just a typical white guy. I That's look at it. him and say, damn, who's the lead singer of the... Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, you need your reference before fuck. you go all yeah. in. I had it I had it, and I lost it. You're going to stay no, homeless if you keep doing this. Yeah. Sugar Ray. Yeah. Ah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a 90s Sugar Ray type band, but you just started doing A guy doing who couldn't heroin. afford a haircut. That's you just started it. doing heroin. You're really getting skinny. <laughs> Very angular. I mean, you got, you got the jaw. Thank you. Yeah. Full head of hair. Appreciate it. But the face is just a little generic. Can you stop beating <laughs> off? Come on, man. <laughs> and you had rap poses. Oh, there you go. Right. Is that your modeling headshot? No, that was actually an acting one. Yeah. A few too many freckles. Yeah? I don't have freckles. Yeah. Moles? I guess. I was trying to be nice about it. Is that a baby gap model? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you're about to give birth. <laughs> it's my mom. Oh, she looks like a sweet lady. All, All right. right. Adorable. So you come to New York because- Damn, so you just put in my name and get those photos? That's great. Yeah, yeah they find you like it's nothing. Right? So That's insane. Someone told you, hey, come to New York. You can be a model. Okay. Then they try and have sex with you and your sweet little 18-year-old asshole. Yeah. And you go- Listen, I'm a virgin. I haven't even put this dick in some pussies. You're not putting your dick in my asshole. It's right. not. That's not the way I'm losing my virginity. This guy's writing dialogue for my movie. I'm okay. I'm losing my my <laughs> dick and vagina virginity before I lose my dick and ass dick in my asshole virginity. Would you? Take I, I I don't think you guys understand how like the modeling industry works. Like oh. you're pretty much saying exactly what happens. Like the males are <laughs> fucked. Like males have it the worst in the modeling industry, right? Okay. Because they they have next to no options. Women women aren't turned on by that. Women are turned on by personality, whereas guys are visual people, right? So we get turned on by visual aspects, right. seeing women and whatever. So for a guy to prey on other guys for their advancement of their careers, tons of male models told me them getting fucked and raped uh, across the board. Wait, so you actually wanted to be a mo at age 18? No, I just wanted, I wanted easy money. That's all I wanted. So obviously I turned my back on it after a month and a half, two months. But then, yeah, that's but where it's like... 
was the starting point someone said, hey, I think you're pretty enough to do this? Or you yeah, actually th- that was it, pretty oh, okay. much. You know, and then I was just like, oh, maybe he knows what he's talking about. So you're, then- you're trans, right? Because that's some shit-ass <laughs> shit to do. I guess so. But I mean, also, if you saw Saskatchewan, you'd want to get out too. Right? You coming from the town where you don't have to worry about those things. You could go and chase your dreams or whatnot. Yeah, it's true. Right? Like back where I'm from, you can't even admit you want to be a comedian. Right? You can't admit uh, you want to, to be, be an fair, actor. To be fair, the people I grew up with, it's not. <laughs> it's a, not looked a, upon a, either. A lot of the guys. I mean, I got out of that earlier and started hanging out with better people. Damn. But there's like a lot of the situations I were in. Like if you try to say that, you're like, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> okay. And it would be in a way where it's like, oh, yeah, like I can't do that. Yeah. Like this is just like. Hey, this guy thinks he's going to be a fucking comedian. Yeah. <laughs> Take the big bag of drugs and divide them into small bags. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mom. Hey, comedian, try, <laughs> divide up the drugs. You think you're so funny. Why don't you go sell these? All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, why are we talking about you being a... Oh, because you were saying hitting rock bottom, Harrington's going to be tough as nails. So you came out of that experience. Well, I'm just saying, uh, yeah, it, it comes across like you. That's you, like your fear is like... Hitting a rock bottom or losing it, and that's honestly what'll hold you back in the future. You know, because, a lot of where you're going yeah. in your life, you're just gonna be held back because you can keep thinking of the worst. Oh, so you're saying if you just experience the worst thing, then you get it out of the way, and you go, "All right, the worst isn't that bad." Any- yeah, you can survive it. Hundred percent. There right. are safety nets, so it's like the type of thing where we convince ourselves there's none. You're right. just creating anxiety in yourself for no reason. So you're saying I should go be homeless for a month or so. <laughs> I'm then, saying Harrington's doing it right. And then you realize homeless. I'm, I'm pro Harrington. You realize homeless isn't that bad. I can sleep in a stairwell. <laughs> I, I'm made for survival. Right. You're not gonna fuck with me. There maybe, or maybe just be grateful don't, for whatever you have, and then let it all go and go for whatever you want, anyways. Don't book me at your LOL on a Tuesday <laughs> at 11:30, unpaid on a check spot. I'll sleep in a stairwell you think i need this shit <laughs> wait yeah how, how is that going to make a difference one way or another about you sleeping in a stairwell that didn't that's just the fact he's playing up <laughs> yeah but uh i mean in terms of like just uh i guess because like in his place he's got anxiety of like where am i gonna go it sounds like like you keep thinking of your future you keep being scared of like just going full out comedy or whatnot it's just go for it who cares no, like that. at this point seeing half the world's poor Half the world's poor. More than half. Yeah, more than half. And all of a sudden, in our society where it's not more than half, we're scared of it? Why? Nah, I don't know. I've done my stretches of being poor. It's not for me. <laughs> okay. I get it. I get why people do it. I, I, uh, I'd I, rather take the- Are you uh, a bougie? What does that mean? You don't look bougie, but- are, No, yeah, clearly. Not. I mean, look at that. Russell yeah, he's not. Exactly. Yeah. But do you like to act bougie? Is that your goal to be bougie? No, nah, I just want to be able to afford sandwiches Cookies. and a roof over my head. Then fuck it. You can do that. And be a, a minimalist. And, a and little, then just go away your career. And a little health care. <laughs> That's it. A little a little, a little health care. your parents paid your health care. No, right? my parents don't give me shit, man. Mm-hmm. I wish they did, but they don't. All right. Let's move on to our next topic, which is uh, I love this one. I don't know why I'm looking up at the screen. There's no topic coming up on the Jeez, screen. I, can't, I look too. I know. I, I convinced everyone. I was like, what is the next topic? Um, <laughs> Trump said that because they did this whole investigation into his taxes, he goes, I'm moving to Florida. Now, what's great about that, Florida has some of the cheapest taxes in the no country. No state income tax. Yeah. No state income taxes. One and of what, six, six states? I, th- I think the most favorable are Nevada, Texas, and Florida. Those are the most favorable. And then there's like Delaware is good. Tex- right? Wait, you said Texas? Yeah. But uh, the other- Washington State, too. 
Oh, the other thing that's just generally interesting about this is that states do kind of, I've said this before, we're a resource, we pay taxes, and states do kind of compete to have people live there. Mm -hmm. And you've got some states that have made some terrible decisions over the last couple of years and they're starting to go bankrupt. And I think you are going to see more capital flight of people moving from one state to another. Now, what's What's happening right now in California to Texas? Yes. Now, what's so funny, though, about a president doing that while he's in office <laughs> is that the president himself is like, hey, like, I, I, you would think the guy yeah, no, it's, in it's charge. Pre- it's pretty weird that the president's moving to a swing state in an election year. Well, it's like, yeah, no, that's, but that's, I mean, that's come on, like, that's a little, <laughs> it's a little weird. It's more that that's fair. if you're the president of the country, you're kind of running a company, you would go, hey. This company does so much for you. We all have to pay our part. Taxes are important. We should all pay taxes. There's something hilarious about the president going, taxes are fucking bullshit, and I'm moving myself out of your shitty-ass state where you're overcharging me and not giving me benefits for what you're charging me for, so I'm going to go to Florida. Out of curiosity, do presidents pay taxes? Yeah, of course. Do they? Well, okay. They're supposed to, yeah. But here's yeah? the, here's the okay. bullshit about every government office that pays taxes. It's essentially built into your salary yep. because it's not like when I go out and I hustle and I produce new money and then the government takes some of my new money, government pulls in whatever, like in other words, whatever they end up paying out at the end of the year, that's what your salary is. It's not like the rest of us were money, we've generated money and then money's being taken from it. You know what I mean? Like, what's the perks of being a president, by the way? Don't you don't they get money uh, after well, they leave as well every well, year or something? They do. There's a president. If you're just pension, a fucking, it's not. It's dude, not a crazy amount. Forget of money. the no, pre- it's your salary for life. Yeah. Well, your, look at this though. Yeah. It's so four hundred. So it's no, four hundred k a year. Yeah. Here's uh, the before Clinton, it was two hundred k a year. Now it's four hundred k a year. Yeah. Here's the thing to look up. Forget that. It's not just that. It's the four hundred k a year, which obviously is amazing. That's like that's like nothing compared to the federal budget. Like you understand that? Like we have right now what. No, no, but that's something presidents. compared to everyone. Right. Here's, here's the thing no to look jo- up. No job just keeps paying okay, you after. If you are a single term, I know that this is true for Senate, so let's do Senate Absolutely, first. You're wrong. Let's say you're just they, a Senate. They, no, or, they boosted it up to 10 years during Well, you the have Obama to be a senator for 10 years? You have, to be, you have to serve in either the House, you have to serve in Congress as a whole for 10 years or more to get a, a congressional pension. Because it used to be under the, one term, under Obama, you got the pension and the health care for the House, for too. Life, for the House. Which was. They un- changed it, I think, either. I believe it was under Obama, but and it I might think, have been And the that. pension's crazy. It's like, can you look up what a senator's pension is if you just serve, like, well, he's saying it's 10 years, it's which l- is basically it's less three. For, it's less for a rep, though. So it's basically three terms. If you're a rep for two terms or a senator- it's five for, terms is a rep. Five. Two years. Oh, right, right, right. And then it's two for a senator. <laughs> so are people going to actually compare whatever place he gets in Florida to the White House? Like, oh, yeah, maybe I'd rather live in that place. No, no but I, I think even if you're the president, you can't- Washington D.C. is not your state of residence. Okay, so like I I believe Obama was paying Illinois state tax. Gotcha. Okay, were you able to look up the? So uh, that's why he turned on New York. Yeah, basically. Which I mean is fair. You're he's losing New York no matter what. Also, just in general, like it's it's the kind of thing that guys that do what he does do that when they're fifty. Yeah. They go to like, uh, what, what's the guy's name that moved to uh, Puerto Rico because of the fucking no federal tax? <laughs> there's like, no, there's a bunch of guys like old, rich, white guys from the United States before the hurricane, and even still, they're still there because there's no, you don't have to pay federal tax if you live in Puerto Rico. You just pay their state tax, which is way less. That's just so funny to hear. It's like rich people go to places not to pay taxes, and then but comedians the and actors go to the most expensive places. California, to try which to, is ridiculous. California, yeah, California and New York, York. and yeah. we go here where we're not making the most but money, but we just flood this place. On the same note. More and more productions were like moving to Atlanta because they were offering all the tax incentives yeah. for it. I wonder if over time. I mean, Vancouver too. Is that yeah, sh- that's what yeah. it always been. 
Yeah. So you get enough television production in those areas that could shift. Well, that's why there's like a ton of animation studios in Georgia because you're still right. doing that same creative work. Yep. But it's like you don't need you don't need what New York has. You know yep. I mean? you don't need like that that street set. Dude, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada has so many video game places. Really? So yeah, actors oh, there making... get video game work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. like the voiceovers and that kind of stuff. Yeah. All right. Last news story. Oh, Harrington, you had something on that? Uh, yeah. So the typical in two thousand two, average congressional pension payment ranged from between forty one thousand to fifty five thousand. There is no updated number since then, but it looks like like there's three different things you can retire under, right? So it's like the old style, the new st- the 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 new style federal employer retirement, something or other, and then they also collect on Social Security. Uh, the under the old style, uh, the average was about seventy four thousand for twenty nineteen. Under the new system, it's forty one thousand. But that's uh, I'm not seeing anything about a ten year term limit. No, they definitely changed that. I hadn't heard that. It could be, but for me, you you win Congress once and then you got health care and seventy one grand a year for life. Yeah, that's like that is making it. That's winning the lottery right there. I'm not going to work anymore. Even as president, do you really want to do two years? Then wouldn't it be best case scenario only doing one term and then retiring oh, on that? Yeah, but it, it's the power game. They're in it. They're in it for the thrills. Yes, so they. You know how much fun <laughs> it is to sit in on these meetings and be the most powerful guy in the world. Like maybe we, I'll start a controversy with uh, Czechoslovakia. You know, well, we kind of this will be fun. We kind of forget, but. You're you're the biggest empire ever. It's literally no in the Wikipedia page, Harrington. It's actually twenty years of service. Twenty years in order to get. I'm looking at it right here. The smallest number reduced FBRS pension is eight point five with a high uh, minus three salary five years of service, which is payable no earlier than age sixty two. What website are you looking at? Wikipedia. A member with ten years of service takes a first pension at the original of age fifty five would receive a reduced pension equal to eleven percent of high All minus right. three salary. Listen, we're we're not about fact checking and getting into the details. I'm gonna bring up the last story that I want to cover, which was in the news this past week. And first I want to throw to you guys have you what do you think it would take for you to be recruited into a cult? And do you think you've ever interacted with someone who was recruiting you? My mom was in a cult. Your mom was in a cult. You've yeah, lived yeah. a wild-ass fucking life. No, I found that out later. But yeah. I feel like we fucked up here with all these news topics. <laughs> I know. Well, you no, lived, I actually, you lived turns homeless out and you had a mom who was in a cult. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My mom was in a cult. Yeah, yeah. She was in It's so funny. It's she dumb. worships uh, Lawrence Fishburne in the streets of New York. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, dumb name of the cult, too. It's called the Brethren, right? Brotherhood. But okay. like, that, what, what a hack name for a fucking cult. Was it white supremacist? Uh, it might as well have been, but it was more of a Catholic thing. Mm. So it was just like people coming in, and it, it was the most Canadian way they ended up leaving. So my mom told me that it was like based on her parents, my grandparents. Uh, they joined this cult and forced it on their on their kids. And part of the cult, you couldn't watch TV, couldn't play sports, like that shit. And you had to only date within the cult. Sounds like the religion I grew up with. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. it sounds it sounds like almost any religion, really, yeah. just smaller case. Uh, and it turns out my uncle became an uh, NHL hockey player, and that was the one thing that made my family get out of the cult. Was it? they're like, well, if he's not going to play professional hockey, then we don't believe this stuff. Oh, because that was their Canadian values, right? We're like, yeah, we're not they collided up with religion, and it was so funny that's that hockey so was the great. thing that got us out. That's the greatest thing I've ever. That's the greatest yeah. Canadian story ever told. I know that does that, that should become like a folk song, <laughs> right? <of> Canadian <laughs> like stomping no. Tom Connors out. Let's do it. Did your uncle have a decent uh, hockey career? Uh, six years. That's solid. Yeah, I yeah. played for numerous teams, though. So we're talking, I think it was, what, Philly, New York Rangers, Montreal, who we won a cup with. And, oh, uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah, I know. It was awesome. So well, it worked out great for him. Yeah. Did he actually, like, play? Or was he deep bench 
No, he played. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he won a fucking. That's amazing. Do you play ice hockey? I loved it. Yes. I mean, I anymore, but yeah, right. I did. I play Not roller, well. <laughs> I play roller hockey every once in a while. Ice hockey is the greatest sport. I haven't played a lot of ice hockey. Love hockey, but there's something just magical about ice hockey. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so thrilling. It's so fast paced. The yeah. action's intense. Yeah, I, like I couldn't really watch many other sports, but just because. Yeah, have you ever, have so you played any ice hockey? I've never. I play. I used to play roller hockey, like just pick up yeah. in the street. Yeah, but I never played ice hockey. So, ice hockey, you really got to watch it live. It's not a TV sport, but other than MMA, it is. It's the best sport. I never yeah. hated televised. Like I, I'm, I'm just not a team sport guy. Yeah, but I never hated televised hockey. I never that's, really got. By the, the way, that's what I prefer about MMA: the fact that it's just one person's fault when he loses yeah. <laughs> makes the stakes so much. Because it's like sometimes I'm watching it and I kind of want. I don't like a season. Yeah, there's like it's this guy one, fights twice a year. Yeah, there's but, fights every week, but like it's like but God, guys. Here's did you, my. Did you see the yeah. Stanley Cup playoffs last year? Like it's just insane to watch what those players go through mm-hmm. with the toll on their body. There's uh the Boston Bruins made it to the finals and Charo like their their big defense. He's a great player, even though I hate Boston. I hate to admit it, but a great player took a slap shot to the uh, to the face, destroys his jaw. Right? He played the following game and he couldn't talk. They tried to interview him and they're like, "It's all wired shut," and he's getting a special mask so that could hold everything in. And he played the seventh game. Like in basketball, you touch a human, they'll They're fall out. on the ground. Yeah, you those know? guys are tough as fuck. Baseball, same deal. It's like watching how weak these athletes are. But in hockey, uh, it's very frowned upon to, uh, to quit you, out. because Well, to pun- get also, punched and complain, yeah. right? Yeah. So, well, yeah. Part of that is I, I, in the minor league system, you have to show how fucking scrap you are and your willingness to fight. Because that's that was like that movie Goon. I don't know mm. if you saw that. Yeah, I that's love a that great movie. movie. I didn't love that movie, but a lot of my friends are in it. A, a, really? Yeah, it's oh, shot in Canada. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's really part of the game. Is there's players who are on the ice just to kind of be enforcers and be tough and be like, hey, don't fuck with the other, you know, my other teammates. That's yep. a part of the fucking sport. It's also what's so cool about it. it's like if you're gonna be petty and just check me, well, we can fight. Like that's a part of the game. Yeah, like, of course. If you're gonna be shitty, I will fucking fight Dad, you. No, there'll be a reaction. Right? Yeah, yeah. You hit a, you yeah, hit you me can't, illegally or whatever. There's right. a buy, guy who's gonna back me up and hit you right now. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't play fucking cheap. What I love about MMA is sometimes this is how high the stakes are. I want both people. Like I'm watching the fight. I want both people to win. But somebody has to go home as a loser, and it's their fault. It's not. <laughs> it's like stand-up comedy. It's just you. When you fucking bomb, it's just you. You don't have a band behind you that you all get to kind of have fun and jam out with, or it's like the team improv thing where someone loses. Like, no, you fucking just ate it in front of a crowd, which yeah. is a shitty fucking feeling. And when you're watching MMA, like somebody has to lose. Yeah, and that that to me is part of the thrill of watching it. Harrington, MMA. That's your that's your category. You got anything on that? It's the most exciting sport on the planet, but I don't know why you're throwing it to me right now. <laughs> I just, uh, you what know. were you doing? I'm just fucking around, dude. Oh, okay. I'm but, very hungry, yeah. and we're an hour. We're we're almost two hours in. But just as a side, doesn't golf have that same deal? And golf's boring, right? It's all in that oh. one person if they screw up golf. Yeah, Bowling, but it's golf. another bo- boring one yeah, that really is like that. Darts. That you know, fair. so to but a degree, no, there's no, a bunch no, there, or whatever. Like, nobody's watching these things. There's plenty. I can name. I'm just saying. I can name. That's fair. No, but I can name. Actually, attracted can, to his violence. He's not attracted to what he's doing. No, 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 no. But I can name. An, I can name a dozen team sports that we can talk about the same way. What do you mean? Soccer stinks. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course. Like, yeah, but I didn't make that statement. He's making uh, some no, no, statement that's, like that's this fair. is why singular sports are so impressive. And you're like, no, they're not. It's violence. Just admit what it is. No, but I think it's part of it is the solo aspect of it but then you elevate the excitement of it so like the excitement of playoff basketball is still good hmm. but i just canadian can't... sport 
Basketball is fair. Yeah, we invented it. Really? Well, John's uh, John Naismith, he's a Canadian, so we counts no. as one of our four. You, you guys, know what's not one of our you know four what, sports? You know what your mistake, Hockey. You know what your mistake was? Huh? Not enough black people. <laughs> yeah. You let, you let us come right underneath <laughs> and take that one away. <laughs> also, Canada reigning defending champions. I think what's Wait, who invented hockey? I'm sorry, Harrington. No, 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 Toronto. No. They're afters. Yeah. Harrington, you, you say what you were going to say first. Uh, I was going to say what what sets that apart, like Chris said, it's the whole season thing, right? So like in golf, if you lose a golf match, right, like you screw up, you, you know, hit like a, a, a quadruple bogey on the 18th hole and you yep. blow the Masters, there's still a tournament next weekend. You know what I mean? Like yep. you're still just playing golf. With MMA, it's like you're waking up having been knocked out and you're not allowed to get back in the cage for at least six months. You know what I mean? So like every single fight for every one of these athletes is like a playoff And game. they're so underpaid, you know that they're far. Locked. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. not like these other sports. They got cushy salaries. That kind of raises the stakes. Mm. Well, then uh, what yeah. about wrestling? What about wrestling where it's singular, but now politics also screws them from opportunities, right? Like, and that's even worse. You mean professional what? wrestling? Professional wrestling, yeah. This is That's theater. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, and I, I work for a professional wrestling company. Like that's It's theater. It's I like. I really enjoy professional wrestling. But you know, wrestlers I, will never let you get away with saying that. There's wrestlers that threaten me for for yeah, putting it down. They're not gonna do. They're not, I'm not. I'm yeah, not putting it down. I'm saying it's theater. That's what it is. All yeah, right. but even saying such things, like I've definitely put it in that space as well. Harrington's hungry. I want to get him out of bed. Well, I was gonna say I too work for a professional wrestling company. I got yeah. paid twenty bucks you to work, eat fried chicken. You worked one day for that. <laughs> hey, hey, getting paid to eat fried chicken, you're doing something. You got right paid in twenty dollars. He was the man eating chicken in the capital <laughs> wrestling so, carnival. There was this. Uh, I want to see that heel. Just uh, a wrestler who eats fried chicken. That's, That's his it. whole. Oh, and his hands are all slimy, so yeah, like they yeah, can't yeah. get a good grip on it. They him. actually pitched the the W and uh, the guys who were supposed to do it backed out at the last minute, but they pitched a Colonel Sanders manager. To, <laughs> I think to the gangsters, to Mustafa and New Jack, who were both like since then have been arrested for many violent crimes, <laughs> and they were just like gonna do it for WCW wrestling, right. and they were just like. No, nah, we ain't doing this shit. <laughs> like last minute, they like made the costumes and everything. And like, wow! Yeah. I was reading this New York Post article about this long-running how? cult in New York City. Yeah, Harrington, you had something. I'm just wondering how belligerently racist those costumes must have been for <laughs> New Jack and them to be like, "All right, at this point, we're not doing it." <laughs> I know y'all got that Ted Turner money, but we ain't doing this shit. <laughs> so I was reading this article about this uh, um, this cult that was running in New York City. They were Nexium? largely no, it wasn't Nexium. It was a different one. Next one was the sex cult, right? And they had that hot chick from Smallville two or something. Yeah. They had two they were hot so chicks gorgeous. from CW. Sex yeah. cults are the best cults. I Dude. know. If I wanted to, I mean, like, what? that's how you eat sucker me. Right, yeah. Offer that. me some sex. Yeah, like, yo, we, got the, do a cult. we got these hot chicks from Smallville. Yeah, a nice compound. Look, you might sex. not get to fuck them, but you, they'll be in the same room fucking. That's it. Yeah. That's all I needed to hear. Yeah. They should just go to Scientologists and try to get them. I'm like, yeah, you, right. you like that? Come on, they don't even fuck you. Yeah. Why, why <laughs> come to our cult? You ain't in there fucking. Right. I Leah Romini. Yeah, Tom Cruise, do you see Tom's dick? No, come over here. I recently had, I was in... Uh, I saw Travolta's dick, but... Yeah. Uh. yeah, we got these dicks. I was yeah. in Times Square. <laughs> I'm bored between spots. Some dude walks up to me with a little kid, and I was kind of nice to him because he was with a little kid. He goes, hey, we're uh, we're out here, and we're doing blank for the Bible. Do you mind if we tell you a lesson from the Bible? And he had the kids, so like, I didn't want to like... Be, so I was like, dude, yeah, sure. What do you got for me? But you got to walk with me. I was kind of an ass. I was like, you got to walk with me. I'm going to run. Walk with me. Move with me. Let's go. Let's go. And so he tells me some lesson from the Bible, and then he goes, I was like, thank you, man, I appreciate your lesson. And he goes, well, we're starting a Bible study class, do you want to join? And I'm like, no, but thank you, I appreciate it, best of luck out here. So I'm reading about these people who were starting this this cult, and that was basically their thing. They'd stir up conversation with people and go, hey, we're starting a philosophy study group, do you want to join? 
And then they mentioned the philosopher that they were teaching. It's this guy, Gearchif and P.D. or uh, Adesemski. I forget the guy's name. And I'm really into those two guys. <laughs> and I'm like, man, you would have got me in this fucking cult, dude. I, I would, I, you would have got me, dude. If you walked up to me and fucking, uh, in, uh, in like Whole Foods and like, dude, you, you like philosophy and like you were a hot chick. And I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of into philosophy. Harrington, like, we found you a job. And they're Sell like, people in the cult. That's <laughs> and they're it. like, oh, we're studying this guy. I, I, I geared, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm in. Let's go, let's go do this. And then here was the crazier part. So like, here was the cult side of them. They had them like doing a lot of manual labor, which was like construction work on houses for like long periods of time. And then they were flipping the houses. Mm-hmm. And it was under the guise of like, well, hard work makes you a better person. And I'm like, I've seen uh, Mr. Miyagi. I could fall for that trick. Are you kidding me? The idea of like some master telling you, hey, work your ass off and then being like, well, look at the skills you have. Like, I've already been indoctrinated with that one. You could have totally had me with this cult. <laughs> and the gear, it, the gear chips, it's not even that weird. Like half of it's really weird and half of it's like uh, kind of like I would say. Uh, and I haven't read that much. I've read like three books, but I'm, I'm pretty in, like I like it. And I, you know. Oh yeah, you're just you're selling. You're trying to sell us on this cult that you tapped out of. Just go. Join no, I never did. I never joined a fucking cult. I'm just saying. Yeah, I was I reading know. about a cult that existed here. That sound sounded like a cry. Like you need a and direction, I, and you're I was like, like, I'll take anything. I was like, Jesus Christ, offer me a free beer. I'll join your cult. I'm I like, I am so easy. I have no self esteem. That's funny. The dude right. will just join a cult for anything. Like, yeah. Hey, you got marshmallows? All right, I'm in. You, you mean <laughs> juggalos? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I got offered to do uh, do a show at the uh, gathering of the juggalos. Yeah, I was like, you didn't want to do. They, yeah, you know how they, they fucking sold it to me? They're like, oh, yeah, a bunch of clowns are watching. And, you know, you tell jokes, it's fun. They might throw beer bottles at you and shit. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I'd love. I you got a... Totally yeah? yeah? Oh, I'll send you the so contact. So I actually think... Jeez. I, this is not... Zach Amico gets offended every year when they don't offer him. I hate clowns. We I, all, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, gonna, I'm not a fan, but I would like an excuse to see that shit show. Yeah. <laughs> and if they pay me, I'll go. We all do. That was the thing. They're, they're, they're barely asking for anything. It happens during Just for Laughs, oddly. Like, they timed it out. Oh, it, well, it's not the gathering of the Juggalos down south. No, no, they it was have like, their own thing. Oh, do they? they okay, that was festival. a different one. But when I got invited to, I this noticed is it was like chapter. lined up. Yeah, jeez. Oh, it was in it was in Montreal. No, no, no. It was it was in America. It was gathering. It was like two years ago. It was the gathering of the jugglers. Yeah, and it lined up in July, which is when uh, Just for Laughs. Oh, uh, okay. So you'd rather? Yeah, yeah I'm not going to not do this. Right? To, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's fair. But it was uh, even funny trying to lure wait, comics during that time. You chose JFL over the fucking gathering? Yeah, there's an airport. Dude, what a cuck. I F- know. Fuck that. There's an airport in Montreal. <laughs> I might do the gatherings for the same reason, just a fucking freak show. But yeah. If somebody, if they offer, if, if I, I wouldn't want if to, I knew I was going to make a little bit of money by the time I left, I would probably do that for a week. I would be willing, Oof. though, to do that gig. They have gig. wrestling shows. I'd be willing to do that gig. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? You're going to do five minutes in front of clowns that could throw things at you. I would be willing, that's the thing, I would be willing to do five to ten minutes if you told me I had to do like 20 or more than that. Yeah, they're not paying I for five to ten, right? Yeah, that's going to be a I, free gig. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't want to do, the thought of doing an ad, that would be scary as fuck. Yeah. I mean, I don't even have an hour, so that's not even a possibility. I don't even have clown makeup. You could wing it. We've been doing two hours. Well, I can't, I can't wing stand-up for two hours. I can I, wing. I, I, bet, I bet at the, at the Gathering of the Juggalos you could. Just start filling up fucking balloons with nitrous and passing them to the crowd. <laughs> well, just I bring can... a cracker. You're good to go. <laughs> I can make that thing happen. All right, before we uh, call an episode, let's uh, give it a chance. Everyone can uh, go around the horn, plug whatever they got. Let's start with you, Mr. Harrington. Uh, I'll be appearing in Washington Square <laughs> Park under a bench. You can, <laughs> you can catch me on all social media platforms at the M Harrington. Please follow my Twitch channel, twitch.tv. I will be live streaming during UFC Sao Paulo from a yet undisclosed location. Wait, can I ask you a question Wait, on that? Don't you have a Patreon now? Yeah. What's the top goal on there? 
Uh, what's, the, what's the top reward? <laughs> If somebody sends me, if somebody gives me a hundred bucks a month, they get a vial of my cum. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah, there might be. You're gonna send a man. Now, here's the thing. As far as I know, you can't come. <laughs> I have been told that it's impossible for Mike Harrington to come. I'm a homeless. Neither man, neither man nor machine can make you come. But you're saying somehow you will mine cum out of your balls. I'll make it happen. <laughs> and you will put it in a vial. And you will send it to somebody if they are a hundred dollar tier patron on your Patreon page. Whoever that lucky person is, yeah. I mean, it's and what's, and what's the Patreon link? Uh, that is patreon.com slash. Uh, I think it's just the M Harrington. Okay, I you, think I don't know how to check my Patreon links. Do you? I mean, I know I set it up. I don't really remember. I think you <laughs> uh, you just called me a homeless weirdo. No, I think it might be Mike Harrington. I probably should have made it the M. Harrington. I didn't think about your social media presence. Yeah, everything comes, comes up with Mike Cernovich, so. Mm. I don't know. I'm going to keep looking it up. You continue to plug you things, don't, guys. You don't know. <laughs> but here's the thing. If you, if you, uh, if you, I'm also going to plug Mike Harrington's Patreon. Give him $100. He'll send you a vial of cum. <laughs> Harrington, I got a question for you. What's Can up? we start doing more Saturday? Li- that, that's fun as fuck. Yeah. Let's, let's start a thing called the Channel Surf. Let's get more going than just the UFC and MMA stuff. And they're not usually during the during the day is the problem for the UFC stuff. I'll, I don't have gigs anymore. Let's do nighttime. Would you be in for that, BK Chris? <laughs> I mean, depends on the week, but yeah. The I, the problem is we need to run that by Ralph. You mean to get in here Saturday nights? Yeah. Well, Saturday evenings we can do. We can do Saturday ten to twelve. I, Once like again, I said, no gigs. <laughs> I, you know, you're the one who makes him a ton of money, and I'm the one who he looks at. Like, why is this homeless guy here? So, if you want to make that pitch, please. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we can re-explore stop telling this. people he's homeless. He, he yeah. hates when people look at him that way. All right, well, down the line, Mr. Harrison, what do you got for us? Down the line? What do you mean? Like what I'm doing? No, okay. no, I mean I'm going down the line of who's Oh, here. got you. Yeah, you guys can uh, check me out. I'm on Facebook, Michael Harrison. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter, Michael uh, Harrison. Uh, yeah, sorry, at Comedy Slave. And then Instagram at Michael Harrison Comedian and MichaelHarrisonComedy.com for my website. Yep. And and what was the comedy album? Freak Laugh. Freak Laugh tape where? Uh, Buffalo. Did it in Buffalo. That's weird. Why? Was it a good venue? Super good. There yeah, go. they pat- they sold it out without me having to even promote. That's the best. That's awesome. That's all you need. Yeah, that's the right? best. And BK Chris, uh, High Society Radio Thursdays at eight here on Gas Digital, and then uh, Tuesdays for free on iTunes and YouTube. Uh, we just had John McAfee on. That was great. Um, and uh, you also had the the dude Vernon we had, Vernon Supreme. We had Vernon Supreme. We've had two Libertarian presidential candidates. Uh, part of the problem said zero. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and you the, also the better show. We and, also had Badlands chugs. And you did a good nice. job chugging that uh, the, bomb. The, the, the Guinness. Yeah, I chugged that was impressive. With uh, that's on our YouTube page. Go to High Society Radio's YouTube page. You watch me and uh, Badlands Booker, pretty much the champion chugger of the world, uh, chug truck bombs, which are basically double Irish car bombs. Uh, we pounded those down. But yeah, and uh, Chris from BKLYN on Twitter, and of course, go give Mike Harrington a hundred dollars and get a vial of his cumsies. <laughs> Hundred bucks, vile come. You can have little Harrington's, and you know that no matter how bad life gets, they can fend for themselves. Mm-hmm. So those are kids. Like you know, sometimes you're real nervous about how you, you can literally, you can literally spill yeah, that. These cum. kids have survival. Yeah, instincts. they got survival yeah. skills. <laughs> you could spill that cum onto your lawn, and there'll be a society there, <laughs> a shantytown society. Like I remember you. as a kid watching that show on Discovery, Survivor Man, and mm-hmm. they put him out in the wilderness, and you'd be like, "Holy fuck, this guy can just survive a week." Crazy a thing week is, is nothing. that was one of Harrington's comes. 
That's what I'm saying. Just one cum just grew to Survivor Man. This is he, some, the guy doesn't have parents. It's this just, is some super... It's a ha- he's a haploid man. <laughs> doesn't need a vagina. No egg, yeah. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so it looks like it's patreon.com slash Mike Harrington. There yeah. you go. Nice and simple. All right. Thanks so much for joining us. Two full hours of content. The least you can do is buy some of Harrington's cum. You buy Harrington's cum. Get his cum, everyone. Yeah, come on. You need that jism. And send us pictures of you inserting Harrington's cum into your vagina. We want to yeah. be... Uh, yeah, because that, that's who's listening to this show. Wait, how goes, do you... It goes well with Bing. There's definitely a dude buying Harrington's cum. <laughs> not oh, like and putting be... it in his asshole? No, he's just going to have Harrington's cum and probably pour it back on him at Skankfest this year. That's Ooh. that's a funny thing to do with Harrington's cum. Yeah. That's very funny. Or, or you could sneak it into Ari Shafir's drink at Skankfest. There's so many possibilities. If you have a vial of Harrington cum... You can do so many things with it. You, know, you can pour right. it on Lewis. If you don't feed it to Lewis, if you <laughs> buy my cum, you can, do not get it into Lewis's body. I'll be furious you can, with you that. You can <laughs> buy so Harrington's cum, put it in a shot glass of Makers, and hand it to Lewis J. Gomez. What about a little, like one of those little rice necklaces, but with Harrington's cum That's in what it? I think that's it should That's a great be. one. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Why don't you try doing that? Then you don't even need to produce that much cum. Can like, you write your like, own name on your cum? Like with one load of cum, you could probably get 40 necklaces made. I didn't realize we're such good salespeople. Yeah. Harrington. Fuck Harrington. We well, should sell his cum. That's Come that's that's what we're doing. Yeah. So it's $100 per month. Only 40 people are allowed to sign up for it because that's how many I think I can make off of one load. <laughs> Harrington's cum necklaces. Yeah. All right. I think. Uh, listen, like you make Brad those necklaces. Angelina. You make those necklaces. I will run that ad on this podcast every week. <laughs> pre-roll, mid-roll. Harrington's cum necklaces for the holiday season. You you just got to get mm. those things made. Hell, I might even try and get. I'll try. I'm and, dreaming I'll... of white. <laughs> Do you have a loved one and you're not sure what to buy them? <laughs> Homeless cum, limited edition <laughs> for the man that has everything. <laughs> the cum of a home. <laughs> what do you want a Bhagavad Gita some guy to dance in front of you no <laughs> buy their cum <laughs> support the homeless <laughs> you literally have a receipt for donating to the homeless if you yeah, have a true. vial of Harrington's cum you, should, you are a non-profit organization Harrington <laughs> clearly <laughs> it's just like way of the gun you can self-sustain you know? <laughs> alright that's our episode thanks for hanging out with us enjoy the week later